ice cream alert 654 Jose. Okay, on nothing. Welcome to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, so welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Jason's eating. Now, how he just pronounced that off camera, Chris? Haribo? No, that's no, no. That no, ain't how you said no, it. I his days in Desert Storm came out. He said Haribo. Yeah, Haribo. I was like, that's Haribo, dog. <laughs> anyway, last week that we had our Halloween edition, I had some Snickers early from Halloween. Jason's over here still munching on candy. This week is our upset edition because, good God, they were all over the place in week nine of the NFL season. No lead was safe. No team was safe. Yo mama, my mama, Joe mama, everybody got slapped upside the forehead on this bright, beautiful Sunday. No guess was safe. It was oh, the, man. See, it was my week, and I went away from my heart. I normally pick all the crazy upset. Well, you just been wrong all year long. This week, I was upset. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it do that's be that right. way. Well, yeah. Now, you, you know, know what, though? Say, do you know what, though? Washington that? did not lose this Sunday. Yes, y'all did. Y'all lost for the bye week 28 to 14. <laughs> y'all give up 28 to 11 strangers. <laughs> You might have a point. <laughs> I was going to say, correct me where I'm wrong. Uh, but unfortunately, point. we have another, uh, <laughs> I would say, car chase that we got to take here as far as uh, <laughs> different topics God. across the NFL. Whoa. I'm going to start with Aaron Rodgers first. Okay. Because I had this as a. Are you, you know, sure you just don't want to go ahead and get the other one out of the way? Because there's a lot of puns involved in that one. Oh, I do t- t- Yeah, I'll start up. with Henry Ruggs, man. Yeah. I'm tired of asking. Chris hit my old man Monday music. I'm gonna do it early. I, oh boy. I'm tired of these people. I need playing this. <laughs> it just popped up. Pesky kids, get off my lawn! Time for an early Old Man Monday with Brandon. Million dollar idiots. I'm tired of them. Millionaire idiots. They're everywhere. I understand if somebody who looks like me who makes a mistake, I don't really have too much to live for. I don't have pockets of money. I can hide everywhere. I don't have a car who will go 170 miles an hour or whatever Henry Ruggs was going for crying out loud. But, Henry, what are you doing, man? Like, he's already got a gun charge, a murder charge, and he was speeding and drunk. That's a tri- That's a hat trick, and we ain't even talking about hockey. That's a felony hat trick. You know how hard it is to do? Man, I'm tired of the NFL. Just It seems like every year it's one idiot. One year it's Mike Vick. One year it's Big Ben. One year it's Dante Stallworth. I think he's the one who – no, that was Andre Hawkins or somebody who hit a pedestrian. It's all it's Ray Lewis. It's always some idiot in the NFL year after year after year who just can't control himself. And I'm sick of it. Like, I would kill to have the amount of, you know what I'm saying, um, hey, fame and fortune Henry Ruggs had. 99, you know what I'm saying, though, out of 100 people on the planet would. He threw it away. And that's not even the sad part. It was some girl who was out there with her dog taking a ride down the street who had a light taken from her, and it wasn't her own doing. 156 miles an hour. Hey, 156. Boy, you not drag racing? This ain't Darlington. This ain't Daytona 500. I mean, this ain't Martinsville International Speedway. Like, why? And the bad part is, is that I'm on Snapchat with Henry Ruggs. Like, this is no lie. Y'all turn on my avid Snapchat user. Uh-huh. Henry Ruggs forever speeding in that car. He do have some, well, he used to have some great-looking fruit dishes sometimes in the morning for breakfast. No cap. But he was always, but it's like every year it's somebody, basketball, football, baseball, somebody's always messing it up for themselves. Athletes, you have what people want. Stop shooting yourself in the foot with it, man. I'm tired of people who can't handle fame and fortune. Like, honestly, if you can't handle it, though, just give it away. George Strait style, just give it away. Ain't nothing in this house worth fighting over. Just give it away. Even four post beds. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, just everything. Just give it away. I don't know, though. Look. God okay. almighty. I'm sick of these uh, athletes who can't get it together and control themselves. I've had it. Like, it's always, it's like this, it's coddling adolescent children who are constantly sticking their finger in the socket, and all we're doing is putting more sockets up in the house and giving them forks for crying out loud. Well, hold Jesus. on now. Hold on. Let's think about this logically. Oh, uh, it, it's sad what happened. Oh, it's extremely sad. It's sad. I feel, Especially for that young lady. Yeah, and her I feel family. sorry for the young lady. I feel sorry for her family. I have zero sympathy for Henry Ruggs, I, just to be honest with you. Be, zero. Uh, well, th- uh, we'll differ because I, I feel bad for Henry Ruggs, too. He's got to live with it the rest of his life. Yeah. That's probably gonna, the only aspect gonna, I feel bad he's for. He's going to have to live with this. I don't think Henry Ruggs woke, woke up and said, I'm going to go kill somebody today. That's fair. He did. That was not That's on his game point. plan. That's a fair no, point. but he made a poor decision. He made a he poor decision. percent blood alcohol. But hold on. Okay, let's think, let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. Here's a young guy. Didn't come from a whole lot. Excuse me. Came into some money, fortune, and fame. And probably didn't have the best leadership. Um, mo- mo- most people don't in America anymore. They just don't. They, they, That's the, I, the days of two-parent households, are o- it's over. Like, you know. Blame whoever you want to. It's the government. Right. Well, I wasn't going to say that. Right. Out of respect for you, but you know, blame whoever you want to. But you don't. You don't know this guy's story, right? And it's easy to sit here and say, "Oh, he's he's you know he's a terrible person for what he did, and his mistake was terrible." I'm gonna say he's a terrible person. Yeah. I'm saying that's he really it, compounded some stupid behavior one on top of each other. One's bad enough, but to compound drunk driving. And a firearm, and going 156. But but this firearm charge, and I don't know a whole lot about it, right? I haven't yeah. dug into it. Oh, I'm very pro way. Because, you know, pro I, two ways. So I'll say that off the yeah, rip. So I that's just, not an issue with him having it. it. If he was pro- supposed to have yeah. it, that's different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the details are on it, but I do know how sometimes these things go and they hem a guy up on like 15 charges. Oh, and yeah. that's not right. No, and that's our legal system. It, look, it's going to be bad shit. enough that Henry Ruggs is going to have to deal with the fact that he murders somebody. I don't. Henry Ruggs will never play in the NFL again. No. He might not ever. He, he's he gonna might be, not be free for yeah, a very long time. He's going to be probably too old by the time he gets out of jail Yeah. to, to, do, to, to ever even play. He's facing 40 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I, it's a wrap for Henry Like Roy. And... and that that's horror. That's sad. Like it's sad for him because again, I don't think it was intentional. No, nothing he did was intentional to harm another person. Now, was it? I'm sorry. When you take it into your hands to get behind the wheel of a vehicle with that blood alcohol content, excuse me. He's he, he might have already been drunk. Okay. So then you can't say that he made that of sound mind. It wasn't like he made this decision in a normal state. He yeah, was, like a good yeah, like his girlfriend was he, in the car with he him. Yeah, hey, a good comparison I heard for it dude. is if you go outside and fire your gun up in the air and it strikes your neighbor. You didn't plan to shoot that neighbor for sure. Right. But, no, but your actions led up to an event which caused your neighbor to get shot. Right. But what I would say in that instance is if you if you weren't under the influence of anything then your then your decision is really stupid. But yeah. once you become under the influence of something, that's what I'm saying. This guy obviously didn't have great leadership in his life. He didn't have great friends. He didn't have people looking out for him. Like because once you start drinking, you don't make the best of decisions. Yeah. And so nobody was there for him in that moment to say, "Hey, you don't need to be driving. Give me your keys." So I, I, it's not. And I'm, I'm sorry. It's forty six years. Yeah, he's yeah. I'm not giving him excuses. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying yeah. before we 
you know, rain, hellfire, and brimstone down on the guy. Let's think about it for what it is. This guy probably went out, was having a good time, and got drunk, and got drunk to the point that he wasn't making cognizant decisions, and he didn't have anybody there for him to say, don't do this. Yeah. Because, got- look, I've been drunk before. Yeah, I mean, who ain't right? You you don't it, it, your your decision making process is pretty poor. It, it's not the yeah. same when you've yeah. had alcohol in your system. So I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying, let the system handle it, and I hope they handle it fairly because all this leveling extra charges and stuff. If that's what they're doing, I don't agree with it. I'm but I'm not. I'm Hold not going to you know rain hellfire and brimstone down this guy. I'm not going to condemn him. I feel. I honestly. I feel tremendous pity for him. And yeah, I mean, to some degree, I do as well because, like you said, that's something that if I just hypothetically speaking, if I was leaving home tonight doing an accident and killed or hurt somebody, I would feel that the rest of my life, charges or not. And yeah. so you got to see what, like, you know who I feel bad for? It was that girl and her family, but I also feel bad for his family. For Rick, for, for his for those of in his family who might actually have cared. Yeah. Yeah. That is a tricky spot to be in for them. Because, like, you you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Henry Russ has done anything that seems like it's just absolutely teetotally crazy. But at the same time, it's no. like he had He's multiple, not an evil person. He had multiple bad decisions just happened. I ain't going to say wrong place, wrong time. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, you know, those are all choices he made. Right, but now that you— That girl was wrong place, wrong time. But now you time. think about this, too, though. Now you, now, you said you're sick and tired of the people throwing stuff away. Yeah. This is why I argued against college players— being able to make the kind of money that they're going to be able to make now. Because you look at Henry Ruggs, what, 22? 23? 22. 23. Just out of college, basically. His second year second in the NFL. Year. You, Yeah, he's an adult. But he's still making these decisions. I mean, and now he, you've got now, now, now you think about yeah. it. Now you've, got, now you've got 18, 19, 20-year-olds never having this kind of money before most of them, having no skills in management of it, being separated from their support system, which is their family, because they're off at college somewhere playing ball. And people, this is what's going to be happening more often. Because when kids come into money, and I'm not I'm not being derogatory towards, you know, rugs because I admired the heck out of him. I think yeah, he had a, the potential to be one of the greatest a receivers. Big, a huge it it bothers me to year. see him yeah. loot, like him go out like this because I, I just pegged him from the beginning. That guy's going to be Hall of Fame. Yeah. So you imagine what these other kids that are eighteen coming into a hundred thousand dollars or or five hundred thousand dollars? Because I can't say what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? They'll be almost thirty. If I come into a large chunk of change like that, that's different. And you know me, like I'm fairly responsible. Always have been. I was. A but you're still going. You still going to splurge. Yeah, I grew up quick. Yeah. I don't know if I could be a hundred percent responsible. With, no. Let's say half a mil. The first thing I do is I pay off all my debt. Obviously, I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan that we spoke on that before. But past that, I'd be like, you know, hey, it's a boat in the yard. Sorry, I bought a cannon from somewhere. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's human nature. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it, but, it is, man. And, and that's why I feel sorry for Ruggs. I think it was a just a horrible situation. Yeah. And does he have some responsibility in it? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But, but. I, I would caution all of America to to really slow down and think about what happened and everything that went into it before you just start casting stones. Yeah. Because um, I feel bad for him, as I said, but it's like a twofold thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like on this side, I feel bad for him because he's a young man who had the rest of his life ahead of him, and that's a 
you know, he'll never get that back, and he's going to, you know, have to live with, you know, some of the weight of, you know, hey, costing somebody else a life. On this side, it's like, you kind of did it to yourself. So, like, it's like a two-fold issue with me, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I can't really describe my ultimate stance on it, you know, hey, just because I see both sides of the coin. I mean, I, I see both sides of the coin, and I agree with the sentiment that, yeah, it, it's sad that he's his the rest of his life's affected negatively. It's But he did do some, you know, it... The stem of the issue is it originated with a poor decision from him to 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 drink beyond the yeah. point of his ability to to control. Yeah. But what I, what I'm saying is not only in reference to rugs, but in as a you know a thought provoking uh, practice here for fut- to stop future occurrences of this, we need to talk about support systems for these young athletes, and especially in college. Yeah, the NFL has something in the um, NFLPA contract or the bargaining agreement. If you are drunk at any time, any place, it does not matter. They will pay to have an Uber come get you. No questions asked. And, and so now you like, got to ask bro. yourself, what happened here? Was that's, that's was Henry so me. was Henry so drunk that he was like, no, I don't, I, I, don't, I refuse it because like I like I've done that and been able to walk. Where it's like I don't like I'm drunk. But I don't need you to help me walk, and then you know yeah. I'm stuck between a bathroom and a yeah. oh, excuse me a toilet and a wall. It's spring break 2016, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So like you know he could have been in that spot, you know, as you said, where he would just you know. You, you I guess inebriated is the word. I'm just, good. Yeah, you know, I mean, beyond, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I, I'm not and drunk. Yeah. Turns out he was. Yeah, he was not, not good. good at all. Yeah, and, and, and as far as you know, blowing 1.6 or whatever it was, he blew. Let, let's be honest. Those tests. <laughs> again, I'm not trying to make excuses for the guys but i've seen too many things come across desk having insured governments and stuff where you you know don't 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 use that as a gauge of oh how evil this guy is yeah you know what i mean um just i I hope we think about it we process it we we issue the blame that needs to be issued although i'm pretty sure he's issued that upon himself enough and we learn from this situation so that more young men like him doesn't end up in the same situation in the future. Because I really do think that now that you're playing these college kids in the next few years, this is going to happen more and more and more if something doesn't happen to put people in their lives that can help manage these situations. That's probably a good way to end that, though, particular instance of our opening segment because I had no idea how to transition out of that one. But Jason, as he usually does, is pretty good at that kind of thing. But our next topic on the subject is, or topic or whatever, is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Obviously, he's had a hellacious week this week where he even said it himself. He's in the woke mob crosshairs. I don't think it goes that deep, Aaron. I just don't. I do think that Aaron did kind of put himself in a bond with some of his choice words at press conferences. I'm not saying he's wrong because I agree with his stance. We spoke about that on the show before. I strongly believe that the vaccine should be a rights and a decision issue not forced upon you by your job and or your government, but not the time, not the place. But how do you feel going forward that, you know, had the Packers have got to, Packers have got to navigate around this in some form or fashion. Here's what gets me. Obviously last week, you know what I'm saying, prior to their Thursday night game against the Cardinals, Devontae Adams and, um, hey, Marquise Devadia Scanling had COVID, right? Right. And they were out. Those two players, number what? They were vaccinated. Sure. Nothing was said about them catching COVID. Right. And Rodgers catches it unvaccinated, and all of a sudden it is the end of the world. Yeah. And I don't understand why the media is 
killing Aaron Rodgers, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> there have been players who have been vaccinated, who've passed COVID and caught COVID and had COVID in NFL locker rooms prior to Aaron Rodgers, up to and including his own teammates at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably contracted COVID from one of those other players. Thank that was you, and they probably contracted, yeah. you know, some from each other. But so the part that Aaron Rodgers put his – his foot in his mouth, and we just use that expression, not the one I wanted to go with, but it's the one I have to use on the radio, is if he knew he was unvaccinated and the Packers knew he was unvaccinated, he put himself in a bind just because he'd been doing his press conferences unmasked. He's been on the sidelines unmasked. And, you know, Carson Wentz, who's the quarterback of the Colts, his his status is known. He's unvaccinated. He went through his reasoning why. He wears his mask. I'm not saying I agree with it right or wrong. I'm just saying here's are protocols that have been set in place. And Wentz wears his, you know, during the press conference, off the field. And if Aaron knew he was unvaccinated, then the Packers knew, excuse me, some kind of, it's going to be a hefty fine. I don't think so. Here, here's where I'm going with it. I mean, it probably will. It's going to be a don't hefty get me fine. wrong, but yeah. he, here's my take on yeah, this. Yeah, today's climate. Is One, what is Green Bay going to do? They after fire. after the day. We've seen today. Yeah, after the day. Unmaxed, yeah. unvaccinated, vaccinated. Yeah. Incubated, exterminated, whatever. Joy and love is not the answer, dog. Not the answer. <laughs> like, not the answer. Right. Okay. So that that that's one issue solved. Uh, Joy and love is not the uh, the answer. Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. Okay. Two. Um. I, I don't understand the big deal with him not being masked up. Hey, if I was Aaron Rodgers, this is what I'd say. Hey, I'm protesting. I'm protesting. I would just be like, "Yo, fire me!" I dare you. No, no, I, but but no. This is the this is the atmosphere that the NFL ha, the NFL has cultivated. This is what they've toiled the land on. They've seeded. They've watered. They've nurtured. This is the land. This is the landscape. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd say, "Pardon me, I'm protesting. I want my own version of the unvaccinated national anthem." I want my own version of pregame ceremonies for the unvaccinated. And until then, I'm 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 protesting. I will not wear a mask. I'm protesting. I just come with Why not? Like- Why not? Why not? Why not? Do I do I agree necessarily with what he did? Nope. But if the media wants to play this insane game that they are on now, like how dare he put us at risk? Are you kidding? Are you kidding, Stephen A. Smith? Dude, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Smith, with all due respect, you wouldn't have a job. Well, let me clarify. If it was for Aaron Rodgers and guys like him, yeah, I was gonna say who were great like, athletes, yeah. Yeah. who went out and performed every week, that you got to talk about, you would be irrelevant. So, he, in essence, has given you life, not put it at risk, and... I mean, what what's next? Where's it going to end at? Is it going to be a privilege? I mean, where's the nonsense going to end? It's not. Just stop. It's and not. if it don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it will either. And if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would immediately I'd come call out. call bluff. I'd come out tomorrow. I'd say, I'm not changing a thing. And more, more so, I, all of this was a matter of protest. I mean, flat out. If I'm I'll wait for Nike to contact me. And see, the crazy thing is, is that I think, like, okay, you know, Carson Wentz and the quarterback of that stature, Kirk Cousins is another guy who's unvaccinated. So, I mean, you kind of in the same boat on this. They're, you know, has that magnitude, though, of their opinion wouldn't hold as much weight as somebody, you no. know, with the gravitas, for lack of a better phrase, of Aaron Rodgers. I think 
Two quarterbacks in this league can hold the entire league in hostage. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Even Pat Mahomes couldn't do it because no. they'd be like, Tom's still here, Aaron's still here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? No, Pat Mahomes has got a long way to go until he's Hall of Fame. These two are walking in. The now. minute it's up, yeah. it's a wrap. Fast I don't even think they're at – honestly, if they're – it, this five-year waiting period might just be Nick's yeah, for them. Yeah. 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 Five so, and a half. Yeah. Or four and a half. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah coming back, man, we're going to talk about these games. Real quick news, a note real quick to Deshaun Jackson, who's a former Los Angeles Ram, is going to play in Oakland. It's, I swear to God, uh, they'll do it every week. The Las Vegas, he's going to uh, play on the Raiders. And there's one more <laughs> wide receiver who needs a home who we'll talk about after the break. All right. Thank you, Vancouver Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour with our name. When we get back, I think we're going to talk about this other receiver, but then we're going to jump into our picks and see how we did – as you all know, I'm trailing majorly, or as former President Trump would say, bigly, bigly. Hey guys, and welcome back here to the Third and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. As we said, headed out of break, or excuse me, out of the last segment, headed into break. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's one more wide receiver who's on the open market, who at Monday, uh, excuse me, Monday at 4 o'clock, he has choice of a new home. So probably, you know what I'm saying, by the time our show kicks off, he's going to be at home or find a home. And that wide receiver is Odell Beckham Jr., mm. who I think is the most overrated wide receiver probably in the history of the NFL. I think Odell is washed. I think his crap is weak. It's built on one catch. And he had one catch and ain't done nothing since. Now, I will give him this. He did keep Eli Manning relevant for like a couple years past his prime. But he hasn't done anything in Cleveland. It just goes to show you it's, it's not the man. It's the story. It, he's, it's the narrative. He's built a brand. and that yeah. brand, Sorry, I'm chewing. And there's a brand he's built and he's, you know what I'm saying, that brand has elevated him. Way past his stats and his <laughs> scheme of production. Yeah. I hate Odell Beckham. And, like, I would come out and, like, I cannot stand. He could sign with the coach tomorrow, and I'd be like, dog. Why? I hate Odell Beckham. Outside of a slant route, on the occasional third and seven, he ain't worth anything. No, third hey, and eight. Hey, 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 can't stand Odell, man. Like, I don't like his hair, dude. I don't like him talking to the Who was it? Was it Irvin? Who was it? Uh, Skip. Not Skip Bayless. Who's on there with Skip Bayless? What's his name? Sharp. Sharp. Was oh, saying, Sharp. saying he he was leaving because, uh, you know, Baker wasn't any good. No, I but, mean, Baker's not that good. I mean, we've had this discussion for two weeks straight. He ain't bad. Baker's not bad. I feel like, too. He's more productive on that team than OBJ is. I, I was. That was my first point. My second point was going to be, why does that team always look better with Odell off the field? And they dropped a 40-piece on the Bengals today. Because it's a team. Playing. Because it was a team. I was team. going to say, Odell Beckham thrived in New York because he was their number one option and the number two and the number three option. That's why they never really went well. Thank you. Because you cannot have a number one wide receiver who leads you anywhere. It has to be your quarterback. has to be the vocal point. Jerry Rice had Joe Montana and Steve Young. Randy Moss had Dante Culpepper and Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? T.O. had a crap ton of great, maybe not Hall of Fame level quarterbacks, but very solid quarterbacks. Yes. Marvin Harrison had Peyton Manning, a Chris Carter, had a drug habit, and some very good quarterbacks. <laughs> no ding for that, Chris. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. Sorry to Michael Irvin, though, but I won't contest that one because I, I actually like Mike. You know what I'm saying? The Mike, like, never mind. I'm not going there. But. No. 
No, I don't think I will. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll lead off this subject then. Anyway, where do you guys think Odell's going to end up? Chris, I'm going to start with you. You <sighs> just you you just have a shot in the dark guess. You have no idea where he could go. You probably you probably could point out Odell in the crowd. Chris gets some expert advice over here. Do we so think I'm having to uh, to poll the audience, right. uh, and and the audience is my ten year old sitting here yeah. beside us. Uh, hey, audience I, I, of I'm going to go with Saints. I know he wants that to happen. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. He said he had two teams on his list. One was New Orleans. I will say that, and the other was Green Bay. Yeah, that ain't happening. If oh. I was the NFL, he has to go through what's called the waiver process, right, Chris? And so one through the last team. And that's the way of order. So, right now, it's the Lions up first. Then you got Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins. I hope for all things holy he ends up in Detroit. Just so he shuts oh, up and God. disappears. <laughs> you should stick him in the blank abyss of Detroit. Send him up to the black hole, though, for lack of a better phrase, and let that man's career rot. I kind of want to see him thrive. I kind of want to see him go nowhere. The worst-case scenario is that he goes somewhere in his average. I want to see for him. him. Why do you hate him so much? What do he do to you? Kids love him for one catch, and he is really unproductive. He's a diva. He's not great. He I don't know healthy. why Brandon don't like him because that's one of the few receivers that's been able to beat Brady. Who, Odell? I mean, he, he's a part of that team. You know what I mean? Odell was not there though when he beat But Brady. he's a part of that team. He's a byproduct of that team. Yeah, but oh. what I'm hearing Brandon say is had he been there, maybe they wouldn't have. <laughs> that's a good point. They made a very similar catch. Yeah. I, I think that catch is what birthed. Odell oh, yeah. Beckham. Yeah. The helmet. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, dude, that was David Tyree. Yeah, David Tyree. I hate I can do that kind of stuff. Just bloop. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I'm surprised that that Brandon isn't more fond of Odell Beckham, seeing as he's a part of that giant family. The one I'm Manning. That, you know, the Manning, the actual brother that could beat Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Peyton was like Kirk in prime time against Brady. Weird fact, Peyton had uh, had a winning record against Brady in the playoffs, though, but nobody wants to talk about that. It's only about the regular decision that Foxborough played 80% of the games, and Tom played 80% of his games against Peyton at home. Anyway, Chris, Jason, where do you think Odell is going to wind up? Because I'm telling you right now, I think it's going to be, if I had to take a quick gander, give me the Green Bay Packers. I doubt just it. Because, just because I'm going to take the opposite of Chris. I want to see him go to Detroit, and I heard you laughing at me, Chris. Yeah, that's... I do think, per the modus operandi and how things oh, yeah. work, big words again. I, Detroit is a very real option. Who like who Jerry Gall got to throw to? Right. I mean, there who is no name. I mean, at the very least, you'll get some jersey sales. But he did say off the rip. He said he was not going nowhere. He couldn't contend. So he can throw that right on out the window because he ain't contending though for nothing except the first pick in New York. But the other right. place, I think he could go. And and actually benefit from like I do think he would benefit the organization in Detroit, and maybe and maybe with a different quarterback he could find victory in in Detroit up there because I like Dan Campbell and I think Dan Campbell's going to take that program's places. Um, he got to shorten the stick on the trade that they made, but you know, whatever. Um, real quick, real quick. Here's the top ten picks though out of the waiver order. Though, can I, can let me give you my pick? Okay. Bro. See, I don't even know if they're on there. Okay, I'm gonna block it from you. Take Detroit out of it. Take the way if there was no waiver order, no nothing, and it okay. was just what teams could use him the most right now. Yep. Urban Meyer and Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, they're number four. It's the Lions, the Dolphins, the Texans, Jacksonville, the Jets, Giants. I can actually see that. Washington, the Eagles, the Seahawks. That would That's be the caveat. That would be a right home. there. That would be a home. That's the caveat. That would be bad. With Seattle for the rest ha- of the NFL. Exactly. Though with Seattle having number nine, 
Mm. And Washington has Terry. The Eagles have Devontae Smith. And honestly, you know what I'm saying, the Seattle has DK and Tyler. But the Eagles own up, have no point to really contend. Seattle, with Russ coming back healthy, you know what I'm saying, with DK Metcalf, Chris Carson coming back off IR, that's rough. And number 10 is the Bears. And if I'm him and I really want to go contend somewhere. The Bears might not be a bad show. It wouldn't. See, the thing is, I like Adam Humphreys in Washington. And I, but I do think Odell's a little bit better slot receiver than him. Yeah, I could see Washington maybe trying to get him for that. But where do I think he should go? Like, could make the most impact, would be great for his image, his brand, and would be great for the organization. Like mutually beneficial. Yeah, the Packers, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Saints are at twenty two or twenty three. So they got a long way to go. So they got, but I hope he. Because any team can claim him on that waiver wire. I wish the con, the the owner of the Jaguars, would make himself more visible. Oh, he's just Shaka? a cool, yeah. He's just a cool cat. It's Shad, Chris. I know. I'm just doing it to troll yeah. you. He's just a cool cat. I mean, really, you you pair him up with Urban Meyer and Trevor after Lawrence. the day. And number four, who's fourth on waiver wire? You may have a. I mean, I'm I don't think he'll man, explode. I, I, I'm thinking he's going to get you forced. Got, but you look beside think, of him. Look I, at the receivers he's exactly. got that people don't really know but, but he, are really good receivers. He said he wants to contend. That's why I think if you stick, if he sticks to his guns. They just beat the best team arguably in the NFL today yeah. with a defense, and they need a few more weapons on offense. Yeah. You give you give a you give Lawrence a slot receiver, and I know that's not typically oh, would be how he – Yeah. I, he not, would be – He'd be the number one head. Like, he would get force-fed targets. And I think that's kind of what he wants. I think that's kind of, I would have seen him go home and play in New York. Uh, on really the Jets. I, okay. Just to slap the Giants in the mouth. Okay, that's different. The Jets different. ain't got no receivers. And Mike White is better than Zach Wilson. I so don't far. disagree with you. I'll agree with that as well. Finally, some, oh, some expert analysis, though, from the peanut gallery. I like it. <laughs> Oh. oh, he already heard him when we got. He already heard him downstairs in the prep. <laughs> oh Lord. What? Anyway, moving on. Talking about Hopkins. <laughs> I was oh, like, Oh, we'll what? get there. He is not over that yet. Boy. I'm not. That still burns. Still burns his crawl, boy. You want to talk about something that burns somebody's crawl? Headed out last week in the Sunday night game, I predicted that the Dallas Cowboys would in fact beat uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Didn't we? Me and you. That is we. And what? Yeah, yeah, me and Chris. And what has happened was Cooper Rush. He threw for three twenty-five and two tutties and outplayed Kirk Cousins, who threw. And I quote: "So for the past two weeks, Kirk Cousins has been what Jason would call a subpar quarterback, oh. because a quarterback that throws for under two hundred yards is, and I quote, subpar." That's not what I so said. With Kirk that Cousins, I will find the sound. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> that is I exactly said under one hundred and fifty. He threw for under 150 today. I think wasn't it was buck 47 today. No, it was 187. Okay. Yeah, it was 184 last week in the touchdown. Dalvin Cook threw in 18 rushes for 78 yards, and the Dallas Cowboys moved on last week to 61, beating the Vikings 20 to 16. And what happened then? Wait, well, we'll get to it. We'll get. To, I'll tell you the problem. Oh, Minnesota. Kirk Cousins' record in prime time. I'll tell is you, not it's not 12. his fault. Wait a minute. It is eight and 18. It Wait is on. not his fault again that week or this week. It's the daggone defense. They're I saw they did a defense throw for 184. D- 
Did the defense put points on the board? No. Did they let the other team put points on the board? They got yes. shredded by Cooper Rush. They got <laughs> shredded. By Cooper Rush. And then today. Who, who they, probably should have played today, to be honest dude, with you. Dude, look at me. Today, they come in there. Oh, I'll just, I'm going to save it. Jesus, Lord. Oh, yeah, we'll save that. Though. Moving so on to our next So they came out game. on top 20 to 16 in favor of the Cowboys. Yep. As me and Chris predicted. This, this is the. The, he started, Chris. He started. I will tell you, bro. <laughs> Not a big word, but I'm gonna use it. Modus operandi of the Minnesota Vikings is to just play decent ball until it counts, and just say, you know what? Is George Strait the head coach? Had just give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. King that's exactly. King George, what, best coach Why don't you hold time? it off for the Sunday afternoon games? There might be something there you could add about that. Jeez, as well. man. <laughs> Anyway, moving on to the Monday night game. The Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants. Now, I, I'm sick of the Chiefs, too. 2017. How do you play they a look team normal. at that point well, who was 2-5, and 2-4, or 2-5, and five, you know, whatever, whatever. And they are just, just trash, and you play them at home and only beat them by three. So if you took the Giants plus 6.5, best of luck to you. Daniel Jones is not the problem in New York. You know what the problem in New York is? Everybody else. No running back. No wide receivers can't stay healthy. Sterling Shepard, John Ross, Devontae Booker. Honestly, Devontae Booker has been probably their bright spot of the whole year so far coming off the bench for Saquon Barkley. Galladay's been a bum ever since his highest paid contract. I'm tired of New York Giants. I'm tired of Joe Judge. Give me Judge Judy. Give me a Judge I can trust. <laughs> Give me Judge Joe Brown, Judge Matthews. Call somebody a crackhead for crying out loud. I'm tired of the New York Giants. You lost 2017 and it's your own fault. I'm tired of you too, Kansas City. All right, there's my analysis for that game. Jason, you got anything? Um, <laughs> I was so glad that I picked the Chiefs to win that game. Well, didn't we? Um, I wanted to pick the Giants. Is that crazy? I mean, I it's like there's been a report. This is going to be a close game. Hey, one second, breaking news. There's been a report that Odell Beckham is in fact trying to join who? Jason, the Seattle Seahawks. You heard it here first on third and eight. Carry on. Just called it ten minutes ago. Yeah, that would be disastrous. Jesus Christ for a lot of teams in the NFC. Because, ooh, that, that's, a, that's a, ooh. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm. DK, Tyler, OBJ, yeah. Russ, Yeah, that's, that's tough. Oh. That's don't, tough. Don't give Chef Russ some pot rolls and carrots and then add some potatoes Who needs an offensive line? Just huck and chuck. Yes. Somebody go get it. Somebody go get that thing. Yeah, that's, ooh. So, Jason, how was that game picked by us? Uh, we all picked the cheese. Okay. So, congratulations. I here's yeah. one Brandon can be proud of. Oh, uh, I would I wouldn't. No. The only reason they won is because Mike got hurt. Come on now, Thursday night game, Jets Colts. Jets come out on top. I, I hate mean, this come game. Come on now, forty five thirty. I'm not proud of this game. You know why? The Colts came we out give on up, top. We give up over thirty points. Or excuse me, to right at <laughs> at thirty to a backup quarterback named Josh Johnson, who threw for three hundred and twenty seven yards. <sighs> The man has been in the league since though Methuselah was a baby, all right? You can't – this man has been in the league so long, I swear to God, he was on Madden 2010. Okay, Josh Johnson, he threw for three tethers on our defense. I've said all year long, Carson Wentz was not – you know, hey, why are we losing games? Our, our second day has been depleted. Our offensive line was unhealthy. This week, the O-line finally gets healthy. And what do we do? 260 yards on the ground. Not 160, not 230, 200. 160 yards on the ground, up and down all day long. Jonathan Taylor, 19 carries, a buck 72, two tutties. Carson Wentz, three touchdowns, no interception, passer rating of one, over 134. He ain't the problem. 
He's not the problem. He he had the dumbest pick of all time last week, Chris, on the show. I said it. He threw a left-handed pick in his own end zone. He has three turnovers this year with 17 touchdowns. Tell me why Prince Harry's our problem. No, I can tell you that what's the problem is giving up over 30 to a Jets team with a third-string quarterback. Mike White was going to the Hall of Fame based off last game. We'd have put him right back in the Hall of Fame. There were two 400-yard-plus games back to back. He threw for 95 yards on one series and a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? A pass rate, you know what I'm saying? No, 121.4. Honestly, though, if Mike White had said in the game, the coach probably would have lost. Yes, and I would have like, been Like, keeping up. it in the butt, which, like, I started Mike White in yeah. fantasy. He, you know, he come in, I'm like, boy, we are switch teams in that secondary. I could run a post on our secondary. And I swear to God, in my 40 times, probably 8-7. He means he can roll a post <laughs> on their secondary. Uh, yeah, I'll roll a post. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They give me a slant. I ain't sure I got the endurance <laughs> to run a post. Yeah, it's, give me a, give me a, a curl 10 to 12-yard yeah. post is tiring. Jeez, yeah. Jesus now, Christ. I, well, look, I thought, look, I thought Mike was going to make it the whole game. I picked the Jets to win. <sighs> Elijah Moore, who was their rookie receiver, he had 84 yards and two touchdowns. He's really looked very good coming out of Ole Miss, and I think going forward, if why is the worst quarterback, you know, hey, on the Jets, he's the guy who they picked second in the draft. Josh Johnson, a better quarterback right now. Mike White looked better than Zach Wilson. You mean to tell me, the, honestly, the best part about Zach Wilson in New York has been his mama. That is not a uh, – an untruth. <laughs> I was gonna say I waited on you to correct me because you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, but he has looked. He has just looked atrocious. And then Josh Johnson comes into the game. Now, granted, he's got a little bit more. He's a little longer in the tooth, and he got some experience, as they like to say. But Zach could come be Washington's backup if he'd like. Now would his mama be first string? Yes. <laughs> but oh Josh Johnson gosh. threw for three touchdowns, and sir, the Jets they threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns on his combined. The Jets. Denny and the Jets. <laughs> the Jets, Chris, threw for 400 yards. Matt Eberflus is getting on my nerves. He's <laughs> the coach. He's the coach, head uh, defensive coordinator. And, Chris, he runs the what's called a cover two system. And so what that means is, is he don't guard players. He guards grass. Yeah. <laughs> the whole de- – you know, he can attest to this. That whole defense is basically just, you know, in the design to let you walk down the field and stop you in the red zone or stop you with the 30 back. Yeah, when the field it's gets short. It's not break yeah. defense. I'm sick of it. You get shredded by the Jets on a primetime game. I had to sit there and watch Josh Johnson to go for 317 on us. It, I was dying inside. It works if you've got a the good four-man rush. I was going to say, if you yeah. got the scheme to do it with an all-pass rush, it's atrocious yeah. right now. You got to have a plus rush. You had a control, and you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. I love our weekly edition with Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> he had two sacks in the game. You know what I'm saying? Here's the, the bright spot. Up the gut. Here's the bright spot. And all the negative needs to go. Here's your bright spot. You and Chris both picked the Colts to win. What? Duh. This the Jets, baby. So y'all have ex- expanded upon the already gassed of a lead that you had. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, well, yeah, Chris, I tried to fist bump it, but you just left me hanging. Appreciate you. Uh, All right, there we go. Air bump. Falcons and Saints. Uh, Here we go. That game was going so well. And then right it Right up until the end. I about to say. In the well, end. not really, because the Falcons were destroying, and then the Saints came back. And then, yeah. and then the Falcons said, wait a minute, pump the brakes. Yeah, I don't know where they showed up from, but so, they can go back. Trevor Simeon didn't play as bad as I thought he would, having essentially no prep time after last year. Which Trevor Simeon is, he's, I mean, he's a third-stringer professional quarterback. He was a really, he's probably the best third-stringer in the league outside of Josh Johnson, who played this week, to be honest with you. But at the same time, the Matt Ryan, he threw together another day against the Saints. So early in the year, he played the Saints. He threw for like 100 and some yards. This week, he tripled it. Hey, over 302 touchdowns. But honestly, my takeaway is is that they're without Jameis and they don't have no more wide receiver. They are 
nowhere. There, there's no upper, you know what I'm saying, slant for them. You need to go get Cam Newton. Stop it. You need to do something. Chris, hit it. I'm Michael Jordan. Thank you. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> you can do something. Stop. They can do something. Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill ain't it. Okay. The same guy that led last year's New England Patriots to what, like six wins, seven wins, who are now one, a half a game out of first place. That same team with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just, I mean, I don't know, though. They got to do something. And it's past the trade deadline, so you kind of hamstrung yeah. with Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill at this point. Well, as we go into the break, we want to thank Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this, this hour of third and eight. How we picked it, yeah, you quick. and I picked the Falcons, of course. Chris picked the Saints. That that led us to you being in the lead right now with three three correct picks, three for three. Me and you, Chris, are two for two. Dang it. Or two Suckers. for three. Sorry. Oh, don't worry. It's down here very briefly. But that's okay. Even with him being one up right now, Chris, you guys are still tied in overall. Hot dog. Oh. Hot dog. Thank you, Vanko. We'll catch you on the flip side. Tell me something else that happened in Arizona. It's not even a great fraud. There's something you feed a hummingbird and a fat one of that. There's a substance there that resembles the stuff that is made after they made hot dogs. Third and eight is back. Hey guys, our show is back. What's happening? No, I'm just playing it. Welcome back here to Third hey. and on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Um, so I'm three and zero so far in these games, and I'm telling you right now, as a guy who's picked these games, this game is about to take a nosedive. Yes, here real quick. Not really. This was upset central on this bright. I ain't gonna call it bright. Oh this is a God. very cold sun. Look, I ain't done a show in like a year and a half in a hoodie. I got a hoodie on tonight. Now brought to you by Dodge Ram. Anyway, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, I mean. Honestly, that they just giving a hoodie because I'm about the size of a truck. No, <laughs> oh, that was actually a seat cover. Yeah. What's up? I quit. I get it. <laughs> I'm out. I, Mom, I hate it here. Come here from school. The kids are bullying me for being the fat kid again. I hate it. No, but that's okay. I passed it down because I couldn't wear it no more. Go ahead. <laughs> so he stretched it out nice and good for me. <laughs> anyway, right. oh, why did we do are this? Are we still talking about hook? No, never mind. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, before we started in this game, I got one thing I want to say. How about them Cowboys? Same year, New Year, same Dallas. Boy, the Broncos. <laughs> did I call it or did I call it? I think you did pick the Broncos. I did. The Broncos <laughs> took them to what I call the woodshed today. As the proverbial woodshed was in Dallas at Jerry's World. And yeah. that defense shut down that high-powered high Dallas offense. As that I was t- on purpose. I was not really stuck. <laughs> Listen to me. As I told you guys, when all, y'all were laughing at me. Still are. Still are. <laughs> and that's Different fine. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Dak's going to get hurt around game six, game seven, game eight. And the cars are going to fall. And you it, called it. I called it. It's every it, – I'm not a genius. But didn't I, I'm not play today? I'm not yeah. an expert. Yeah, yeah he did. He did you have. see how he played? 19 for 39. I took a nap. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not, that's not me being like a sports genius. That is just, hey, I've watched this team for the past 15 years. That's like, you know, when, it's all right for me as a Washington fan to have fool's hope, right? I'm not, I don't have to have that for Dallas. Like, I can just say, the chances are, the historical evidence says, you're going to play really well 
for six games, seven games, and then all the cards are going to fall out from under you. And Humpty Dumpty is going to fall off the wall and it's going to break, and they, nobody will be able to put you back together again. It's funny you should mention historical evidence because Denver has won the last seven straight games versus Dallas. I wouldn't doubt it. Because Denver normally plays them late in the season. Had I known that stat last week, I'd have voted different. <laughs> he, he's a, hey, he's turning into a re, like a regular bookie over there, bro. I'll tell you, I tell Chris every week, well, it's like watching my son grow up. <laughs> hey, what's the phrase that you use today, Christian? I was like, how in the world did Christian? Oh, uh, hard count. Yeah, I was like, wait a Look, minute. Hey, we used that what? Well, never mind. We used it well in high school. That's the only offense we had. This is this the same guy <laughs> who six months ago was like, hey, will you teach me two football? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you guys had the Cowboys winning. Well, I needed that. You would think Denver coming in with four and four and the Cowboys six and one at at the crib at that. They'd have had a better game. Seventy eight yards on the ground. Hey, two twelve overall from Dak. You know, minus the sacks. If you ever go into a game and a guy by the name of Dalton Schultz is your number one receiver player, you got problems. Ooh. Dalton Schultz with four catches. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, that's not good. He's Cooper kind of had their, two for thirty seven. He's kind of been their big target here the past couple of weeks, anyways. He's, I mean, he's done fairly yeah. well. C.D. Lamb, nothing. He he just he just. I don't know what happened today with C.D. Lamb. Denver does have probably the best secondary in football. Excuse me, I would have I thought that him. until today. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument to be made. Ronald today. Darby and Pat Sertan and those boys, Justin Simmons, Kyle Fuller, they have some dogs back mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and them dogs won today. Big them dogs, was big. And I was glad to see it, boy. I can't, Bigly. I don't – honestly, Cowboys fans are the most loyal. You want loyalty in your marriage, marry a Cowboys fan because you ain't got to give them up for 30 years and they're still going to love you. They're still going to love – hey, look at me. What, White Chris? New Balance shoes, blue jeans shorts. And a Tony Romo jersey. And a t- black and gray. You got you got the package. You got the starter kit. <laughs> That's Cowboys <laughs> fan starter kit. Oh, man. man. I'm telling you. I really want to see the Cowboys get all the way into the Super Bowl and just lose. Don't. Don't. Because that will be a win to them. Yeah. They I mean, want to see it as a loss. I mean, as a Colts fan, I would too. But like, yep, hey, at least we got their players. So, like, I'll see the point. But yeah. Anyway, so no, nah, I'm enjoying the I'm I'm pick, enjoying the the steep fall that's about to ensue. So I think it's I think it's a couple more teams who can hit that <laughs> steep fall first. So Chris yeah. picked Dallas, I picked Dallas, and you picked Denver, right? Yeah. All right. So who's the next game on the docket there, Chris? Panthers versus Patriots. All right. So I'm gonna tell y'all something real briefly. I think I picked this one correctly. Sam Darnold okay. is atrocious. There was some bad throws. I don't day, know. <laughs> Their head coach he is even talking about this. Listen, like, yeah, we, he's not what we're looking for. Listen to this guy. Hey, all offseason. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> in love with Darnold. Look, in the Sweet first Christ. three games of this year, he's talking about, he, hey, oh my God. He, is the, he was not the problem. He's the answer. And finally today, and honestly, he almost convinced me to start believing in the guy. He almost had me to start believing in him. But then today, oh, the real himself, Darnold, just said, not full, just put it all out there for the world to see, boy. Like, when he hey, threw it. You know who lives in this house? A great big phony. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite sound bites. I'll say A Chris phony. <laughs> Dude, when he, th- I mean, he threw it to the defense twice. Bro, he had, Chris, hear me out here, three picks and ten passes. <sighs> not ten hey, games. hey. I bet that upped his completion ratio. To the other team. <laughs> Technically, it should still count as a completion. <laughs> 10 I think Sam Donald is just honestly the demoralized. I think, and really, though, oh. if you watch that game, 
he was running every single time they dropped back to pass over 30 times. He was running for his life. He has no protection. His eternal clock is off balance. And that's fair. His tick is wrong. That is all fair. But, buddy, one of those passes were like, eh, crazy things happen. Two of those passes were like, legit, longest yard, I'm setting the game up. No, I'm turning it over. I'm going to to the big house for, you know, throwing the game. One of them he threw, he scrambled, roll left. Yeah. He had a tight end in the flat. He threw it like seven yards over my man's head, straight into the DB's bread basket. He was trying to hit the the receiver behind him. And it's like, he's in the back of the end zone. And that, come on, man. No, this one was playing the end zone. That one was worse. This one, he rolled left. I mean, uh, he was somewhere like right at midfield or, you know, saying a little bit before. But, I mean, he's just – he's he's not played great. Thank God Christian McCaffrey's come back. You know, he had only 14 carries, and he finally get a man a brick today. Having, you know what I'm saying, Amir Abdullah, who I still didn't know, played out of Wisconsin. He come in and had a tote for nothing. But Chuba <laughs> Hubbard got three carries for three yards. So, you know, honestly, they need to use Christian McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? But Here's a question. Does Matt Rule have a job next year? <laughs> That's going to be tough, man. Hey, did He's you know already Matt said Jones? Sam Darnold probably won't. Yeah. Way to go, Coach. Blame it on the player. As bad as the Panthers are, they're still 4-5. and five. That's because they had three games. They were 1-5 down the street. I mean, numbers are numbers, whatever. whatever. It's still 4-5. and five. It just feels like forever, you know what I'm saying, though. Hey, since they pulled one off, it was a lucky win last week in Atlanta, and now we're back to reality. But it's the same game plan. I don't want to talk Carolina. about this next one. It's the Panthers just – Hey, Christian McCaffrey. Hey, be our leading receiver. Hey, Christian McCaffrey. Please be our leading rusher. Hey, Christian McCaffrey. If you don't can you play the quarterback? Zone, well, yeah. That's the next step. Like, put him in OC. See yeah. what he can do with himself. Call Let the play. Run yeah. the play. Execute. Just run wildcat with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I guarantee you, though, it's going to be more productive than a Sam Donald is right now. Carolina fans, do y'all wish y'all had Teddy be back? I bet you they do right now. Because at least Teddy wouldn't get you out of a game. He may not win the game. Oh. They'll ain't game oh, when it drives. Love Teddy. He would at least. Have you in a position to have a game-winning drive? Weren't they the ones looking at Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they offered. They offered three first-round picks. So. Along with Miami. That's something that we we didn't really touch on is that they did not complete that before the trade deadline. No, they pulled their offers because of the civil suit not being settled, which at the end of the day was just both of the owners being cowards. Yeah. But in my my opinion, opinion, I think Carolina – you know, they've already exercised Donald's option for next year, so he's going to be there. And whether he'll be the starter or not, or whether he gets released is the question, because right uh, now it is not looking good. I just paid to get away from it. Houston, we got a problem. Yeah. Anyway, so speaking of not, problems. We can skip right over this one. Nope. Speaking of problems. Oh, no, play. I got some fire, though, for you today. Come on, Chris. Vikings, Ravens. Oh. oh the Vikings man. lost 31-34 to the Ravens. And they're now yeah. 35. Fun fact. Baltimore has won 12 straight games versus NFC opponents. It is the longest active streak in the NFL. Great. I wouldn't call what happened today a win by the Ravens. Of course you would. I would call what happened today Minnesota literally making it to about midway through the third quarter, stopping the game, gift wrapping it up, and saying, here, we don't want it. That seems right. Have it. Well, at one point, they were up like 24 to Nothing or three or something. I mean, it was just like I want to say it was up to the third or fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. And then Baltimore outscored them by seven in the fourth quarter. And then outscored them by three in overtime and won the game. Now, 
<laughs> Birdman. The hand rolling. Subpar quarterbacks don't throw for under 200 yards, right, Jason? I said 150. Back to back weeks, your boy threw for 184, and this week, 187. I said 150. All right. Anyway, he I'll threw for anything. To, yeah. How many touchdowns did he throw for? Two. How many interceptions? Zero. Thank you. That's not sub quarterback par play. He's sub quarterback par play. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's got yes, good. Is. He's got good running backs. Yeah, though Dalvin Cook had one ten on the ground. Yeah, exactly. In that system, Curtis even had him a rushing touchdown today. Yeah. Sneak. In that system, you don't have to you know put up four hundred yards. They don't let him throw the ball enough for that. They're smart up there. Hey, we don't need our quarterback throwing his daggone shoulder out every single game. And he still manufactured 187. Here's my problem. When that offense puts up 31 points, you should win the game. 20 points? Eh, it's a toss-up. 31 points? If any you NFL should win offense, the game. If any NFL offense puts up 31, yeah. you should theoretically be like 8 you, out of 10. You, you should win, win the freaking game. And it seems like those other two times, uh, the Utah Minnesota Vikings. It's ridiculous, bro. Like, it seems like every time you turn around, the Vikings I just, have... Nothing well, <laughs> against Mike Zimmerman. Nothing. Zimmer, Zimmer whatever. It's okay. This stupid name is. I have nothing against him. <laughs> All I'm saying is he needs to go be a defense coordinator somewhere. He needs to do something. He's had too many seasons. You bring in Kirk Cousins after your one decent season where you went into the playoffs. And since that time, your offense has scored more points per game than they ever did before in your time as a coach. But now your defense is allowing 10 more points per game than what they ever did as a coach. That's what happens it, when you got to pay the quarterback. I mean, that's not being Kirk. That's what's killing Kansas City right now. Yeah, but they They're didn't pay awesome. Kirk stupid money. Not in comparison to these other guys. At the time, he was the best paid for like one year. Yeah, but that never lasted. It didn't last long. And now right. there's guys making double that. Some idiot's going to try to out, like, outpay Pat Mahomes in about a couple years. I'm like, well, why? Well, there, I don't, man, look, people can rag on my boy Kirk all they want. He showed up, him and offense showed up, put up 31 points on the board today. Handled their business. Just going to leave it at that. I'm looking up some stats real quick. Oh, what you got, Chris? I'm, I'm Actually, just, what are you looking up real quick? That way I can get a chuckle real fast. You know who the Vikings couldn't stop today? The all-world talent in Lamar Jackson. He threw for one, two, three touchdowns and had one twenty on the ground. When Cannot did when did he man. get those three touchdowns passing? I do, I don't really have that in front of me. You don't break it down by quarter. Uh, I'm sure it could. I just don't feel like going through and look it. But I can, I mean, if you give me a second, I'm sure just I could. Be on the team side. Yeah, team it's on stats. the team stats. Yeah. I was just right there, quarter by quarter. I was just looking at passing yards for folks. Look at, look, look at this crap, dude. Seven to three in the end of the first. And the Minnesota source scores 10, so that's 10 to 17. Then they both score 7, that way it's 24 to 17. And the Minnesota uh, Soda, oh, well, I mean, it won't lopsided. Like, they just outscored him in the fourth quarter by a touchdown. It's crap. The score is worse, you know. It's crap, dude. All right, Chris, what you got, Papa? I was just looking at stats, you know, like um, since the 17th of October, uh Tua has uh, since yard, the seventeenth of what three twenty nine. Hold on, since what and two oh five. Pause. Since when the seventeenth of October. Of October. 
Okay, what? Three twenty nine, two ninety one, and two hundred five. If I all. find, let me go find. Oh, let me look at the same for Kirk Cousins. One eighty four, one ninety seven, and three seventy three. Mm-hmm. That's all. How many? How many games Miami won with him throwing those yards? He was out a bit. How many of those? I couldn't tell. You. I didn't really care. Okay, uh, they've won none. Okay, I'll leave it at that. You know how many your boy won today? <laughs> Hey man, I like feisty Chris. <laughs> that should be a feisty Chris segment, like once a week though. Chris just like fillets us, one of us. Uh, it's so much fun when it's Jason though. There is no comparison between Kirk Cousins and, and Tua Tagalova. Yes, it uh, yes it is because neither one of them won this past week. You want to talk about somebody else who lost this past week, and this is the team God. I think who said it on a free fall. Thank you. This guy got it right. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Hmm. Odell Beckham caused all that drama in Cleveland all week long. You're at home. This is the Battle of Ohio. Mm-hmm. You're at home, Cincinnati. You give up hey, over 40 to Cleveland. Odell is Cleveland. But that defense scored some points. That's the problem. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Denzel Ward had a 100-yard I don't know that return. I don't know that Cincinnati's on a free fall per se. Oh, they lost to the Jets last week and followed over the loss to Cleveland. You lose you lose to the Jets and Cleveland back to back. They should send you though to the Big Ten conference. Cleveland's one of the best teams in the NFL this year. They're season. five and four. They're one Which, of the best teams. And coincidentally it's the same record as the Browns at this point. Yeah. Or excuse me, the Bengals. And the Bengals started off hot. The Bengals are still hot. I I, I don't mind. I look, every team's gonna go through that, you know. I'm not. I'm not lost faith in them yet. Yeah, but forty-one I'm sixteen, boy, that was a spank. So their upcoming schedule is the Raiders, Fat L. They'll win the that Steelers, one. Fat. Oh, that's gonna be tough. They're gonna beat the, the Chargers, Fat L. They the might 49ers, lose the Chargers. That's a toss up. They'll beat the Forty Broncos. That's a toss up. Ravens. That's a Fat L. I the doubt Chiefs, it, man. Look, right now up. I got four and two, five and two against the Chiefs. They'll beat the Chiefs. Their offense is too overpowered. The Chiefs about lost to a full second string uh, Green Bay Packers day outside of Devontae Adams. Boy, I can't wait to talk about the Chiefs in the next segment. But anyway, moving on. So, I, and so, how do we pick this game? How do we pick the last game? By the way, uh, well, y'all picked the Baltimore Ravens, and you picked the. Vikings. And I picked the Vikings. Thanks. All right. So, yeah. but then this last game, y'all picked Cincinnati, and I picked the Browns. So as we go into this, you've got five right. I've got five right. Chris got four right. I'm Dang making it. a comeback. I don't have the opening that I needed from this week. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, I'm just. And I know his. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, that's the Battle of Ohio. They got to come back and play again the last game of the year. I just think the Browns are on the uptick and the Bengals are on the downslide. It could be the other way around. I mean, you know what I'm this is the know. game right here we're about to talk about that makes me mad because I wanted to pick the Jags. Boy, so hear me out. Y'all talk me out of I talk myself out of it. I see more people that complain about their parlay tickets being messed up though by this game in particular today. I wouldn't even worry about the parlay tickets. I'd be worried about all those. What are they? The uh, survivor games? Could you imagine? Oh, you know, survivor oh, the survivor pools. pools. Yeah, boy, because they've been holding the bills in the back pocket, and, and they thought it was an easy dub. And here come Jacksonville at the crib. Sorry, I'm telling you, we said it last week. I bet you this week there's an Urban Meyer lap dance scandal. Hey, I'm telling you. They need to start looking. His wife needs to find out because there is no way that happened without him getting. Well, you know. Anyway, the lab dance. Well, fair enough. But something weird happened today in this game. So Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a fumble recovery on Josh Allen. And if I'm not mistaken, Josh Allen also intercepted he Josh did. Allen. He did. So Josh Allen, who's a linebacker on the Jacksonville Jaguars, haunted 
Josh Allen or the Buffalo Bills. Now, if you had to pick one Josh Allen coming into this game, who's going to break the game open, 99 times out of 100 people plus to have probably would have taken the Josh Allen or the Buffalo Bills. But this Josh Allen just showed up and showed out today. This goes to show you. Any given Sunday. That my faith in the Jags was not misplaced. It's, I think it was growing pains, and I still think they're going to be there. I oh, don't, yeah. you know, I don't think. I mean, yeah, they're still two and six overall. But and two and three at the crib, that though. defense, dude. I that defense played ball today against a very, very explosive offense. But you know what, though, that's the second or third game this year that people has had Buffalo's number. Yeah, and that's how I'm about to touch on real quick, though. You know what I'm saying? Part of our break. Right now, during the NFC, you have that went healthy Dallas. You got the Rams, Tampa. You got the Cardinals and Packers, who are probably your top five teams. You go to the AFC, bro, it is. Anybody. It is a just a waste landscape over there. Because everybody's good. Everybody's five and three, four and four, five and four, three and five, four. Like, it's just, that's why as a Colts fan, I'm like, hey, we're not out of it yet. With Dad Kimmery, that's. Yeah, that's something I should probably spoke with early on. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Henry is done. He's done for the year. That entire – and that honestly, hurts. we're going to find out more about that, you know what I'm saying, later on. But I don't think that, you know, had that offense is going to be able to click without Derrick Henry. I just don't. Oh, and no. Christian McCaffrey style. Not the same offense. No. Oh, God. Because Derrick Henry doesn't grow on trees. He's growing in labs. That's, that's correct. Thank you, Van Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour 30 here on Next Door Radio and nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to find out who end up winning this week. Do I have a chance? I don't know. It might be the first week I actually win. And will I win enough to start closing that gap? Shut up, Chris. We'll catch you on the flip side. Hey guys, welcome back here to Throwing the Nato Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Unfortunately, the next game on our docket, slate, whatever you want to say, is the game where the only real loser was America. <laughs> uh, we were forced to watch two, the one in seven teams who should quite frankly just break off and float into the uh, the Pacific Ocean, or in our case would be the Atlantic, you know what I'm saying, where both teams are located, or the Mexican, the Peninsula, wherever, if you're Houston. Um, it's the Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins. This was a quarterback battle that um, <laughs> nine turnovers. It's the most I want to say it's the most turnovers in league history yeah. in one game. Tyrod Taylor with three and Jacoby Barbecue the Brissett with two. Uh, the two has a broke um, hurt again his finger. Yeah, he's he's a rather injured. <laughs> he's a rather honestly like all kidding aside. <laughs> he's a rather frail guy. He, I mean, he's a slight build kind of guy. He Don't just, you pick on him? He had a hip injury. Well, I did want to give him one good season before I trashed him. I can, I'll start my trash on him next year. I'll still give him a year to try to get it together. <sighs> but right now, it's not happening. And you know who else ain't got it together? Is neither one of these dang on teams. One's one and eight. One's two and seven. They're both atrocious. They'll be – thank God that Owen's still alive in Detroit. Because if not, they're both these teams that will be fighting out. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, this would have been the toilet bowl. This would have been the Sad thing is, Detroit's better than both of them. I, you know what? Honest to God, that's By far. I think if Detroit played either one of these teams, it'd be two easy W's. Better coach, W's. better systems, better everything. So how about Houston has lost the last eight straight games? That is the longest single-season streak since 2013 for them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you don't have Watson. I was going to point that out. 
<laughs> you know, I'll say seventeen the only, to nine, Dolphins on top. Yeah, they're the only. To bright be fair, the Texans will get back into it, Brandon, because Tyrod's back. I mean, he he'll work. I mean, they'll get a couple wins. I I mean, maybe two more. Maybe I said a couple. What well, that's hey, fair. Speaking it's of twenty twenty one, what? Who won this pick? Yeah, all of us. What you picked Dolphins too? We all did. He changed. They were it. playing. I don't the trust tech. him. They were playing the Texans. Brandon, I don't trust him. I mean, nine combined turnovers. We all lost. Like anybody, this the one. I swear to God, I was like, skip. I, like I'd rather just not. These teams. The so, fact that you turned the ball over six times and you still won, <laughs> like that's pretty good. I don't think that the only bright spot though for Miami, you know, since for this season, is their rookie wide receiver out of LSU and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, excuse me, nice. Alabama and Jalen Waddle. Pretty nice. Waddle, hey, eight catches, eighty-three yards, no touchdowns, of course. Because hey, what know, else is bright about him, Mister G? He just needs to go to a good team. Yeah, no touchdowns today and four catches. He's not a bad, you know. He's not a bad. Yeah, he's a good tight end. He's Jalen Wilder, who's a rookie, is top ten. In, you know, what I'm saying uh, high receptions with forty eight. Poor kid. That's pretty good. The bad part is, is that Tua and <laughs> that coaching staff and Brissett treat Jalen Wilder, you know, he like he's Jarvis Landry. Mm. One catch, six yards. One catch, seven yards. One catch, five yards. No room to operate. It's just slant, cross, bubble, slant, cross, bubble, slant, cross, comeback, bubble, slant, cross, comeback, bubble. Well, that's what their quarterback can throw. So Yeah, two is definitely not a guy who can push the ball down the field. But Jaden Wilder, you know, sitting about 48 catches at the midway point. He can easily go for over 100, though. And that's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Outside of Jamar Chase, he's been the best rookie receiver, in my opinion. I agree. But there's no bright spot for Houston. Y'all massage parlors off the chain, past that. <laughs> Y'all have nothing. Y'all are terrible. Boy, they are holding strong, man, on this trade deal deal. I, I feel like that they're holding strong just because they know nothing's going to come of it. Because yeah. why else though, would you hold on to really like an unknown commodity as far as his, you know, his availability? Yeah, but he ain't you know what he can do. He when don't want to be field. there. That's the point where I feel like you could have got him if if okay, just you know. Hey, let's say that me and you just did not just hated each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We figure it out. Mm-hmm. For two hours a week, we could figure it out. Yeah, That's different. I don't have to work with you every day. That's right. I don't got to see you every day when I come to work. He'd have to see the owner, the coaching staff, his teammates. Just get him on up out of there. Yeah, let him come somewhere else. Watch the, I mean, I'm telling you, y'all, if you woke up and had this show watching your stop. roster, y'all a whole new team. No, stop. Why? He'd just get hurt. They are, I mean. At that field, probably. What, what do we do to quarterbacks in Washington? Kill them. Okay. Just not on defense. No. Y'all kids, y'all's on. Uh, I, I, don't get me wrong, though. If we had another number four on the team, I wouldn't be upset. I do like I like both number fours. Who's number four? Heineke. Oh. Well, he is Heineke. But anyhow, Dolphins nine, or excuse me, Texas nine, Dolphins 17, America lost. Raiders and Giants. Giants. <laughs> This is another game that's literally on the screen in yeah, front of you. Yeah. So this is another game, honestly, that it belonged to Upset Central. Nobody had the Giants uh, coming in winning this game. Giants were two uh, and six remember, at home. If if you go back and listen to the playback, I said, I want to go with the Giants so, so bad. Daniel and then I jo- didn't. Daniel Jones had 110 yards and won the game. That's what happens when you have efficiency. a six on defense. Well, <laughs> only had five incompletions, so I'm pretty sure he was efficient. He was 80% of completion. You can't really, you know, I can't really knock him, you know what I'm saying, though, for that. But, you know, hey, Evan Ingram finally had a touchdown. I feel like he ain't had a touchdown in seven years. <laughs> Danny Dimes had a fumble. Accurate. 
typically as he usually does. But having a Xavier to McKinry, you know, saying they picked it outright off up the sideline, a funny run for him, just walking into the crib. Huge play by them. He had two picks from the day. So stop throwing the Xavier to McKinry, though, if you're Derek Carr. Stay away from that young boy. Derek Carr did have a bad day. He's almost 300 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Josh Jacobs. Josh Josh Jacobs is kind of just he, – he, his rookie year, he was solid, and now he just kind of what kind of way it happens sometimes. I feel like he's he's another product of I hate to say it, but Alabama, where they they ride them horses a little too long, and you can't get he he's a used tire by the time he gets to you. Like you know, Mark Ingram was kind of like that though to some degree. He kind of found his rebirth. Derrick Henry, do you could ride him outside of a foot injury? Yeah. You know, he's been ridden for quite some time as far as his, you know, his carries go. But Josh Jacobs top five in the league with five touchdowns. So, I mean, he's not falling off a cliff. It's just, you know, he, I mean, over five and a half yards of carry. Maybe I just had to walk a 360. Sorry, how how you market. lose this game, though, if you're the Raiders? I don't know. Just give Josh Jacobs the ball. I have literally walked myself around and by checking stats to Josh Jacobs is a bum. To maybe he needs more carries. To, to, you know what I'm saying? You know, he just run the offense around Josh Jacobs. <laughs> he covered all bases. Yeah, so no matter what point is right, I made all of them. So eventually, hedge your bet. Chargers and the Eagles is the next game. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week. I I said if there's – you know, we all picked the Chargers, obviously. Um, But I I did take the time to say I would not expect a blowout in this game. Like some of you – I think you and Chris were talking about maybe a blowout, and I was like, no, I don't know. The Eagles have a way of playing up, and the Chargers have a way of playing down. And that's a bad combination. So, and it ended up being tight. Was it 27-24? Is that what it was? 27-24, yeah. yeah. You can't ask for a better game than that. I mean, mean, you could if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, well. I mean, you could ask for. So, Nick Sirianni, who's their head coach, he got hit with a bank with a flowers leaving the stadium. I hate Eagles fans so much, man. Like, you you threw batteries to Santa Claus. Y'all are just hateful for no reason. Nick Sirianni. They need to move that franchise out of that city. I mean, they're not. But I mean, really, though, who are you pin this loss on? Because in my opinion, you go, you know, what I'm saying, hey, I won't know, pin this loss on anybody. You lost twenty four to twenty seven to, to the, the Chargers. Chargers. Thank you. At one seventy six on the ground. That's football. Honestly, Devontae Smith is their only bright spot. Five catches, one sixteen in a tutty. Do you Jalen play Hurts is he did okay. He's had you know a couple hundred yards in the air, actually one hundred and seventy yards in the air, and he had his usual ten to twelve carries on the ground. You know, you know, he just. Um, a north of 70 yards, but Austin Eckler, he's been okay with three and a half yards of carry. Here's the deal. You lost to Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams. Look, it ain't like you lost to the, you know, the Texans or the Dolphins. The Chargers play you multiple times throughout the year because as the Eagles, you're really just a worse-off version of the Baltimore Ravens at this point. They've already played your offense. They know who you are. I mean, so run heavy, one you, yeah. I mean, that's a I mean, fair for point. you to be, yeah. I mean, for you to come in here and make it 24-27 with lesser known talent than what the Ravens have, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been surprised the Eagles would have won, honestly. I mean, they're that team. They play up from time to time when other teams tend to play down against them. And today the Chargers just found a way to win. Congrats on them. We all picked them this next game. Thanks, Aaron. Stupid COVID. <laughs> Well, I thought he was going uh, holding the C word with that one. Hey, is this our last game on the docket? No, we still got two others after this. All right, cool. I'm going to make this very brief then. Sucks. Um, 
Jordan Love is a bum. <laughs> yards, one touchdown, one pick. I put some of this lost on, um, you know, the Packers head coach. They twenty five runs and close to forty passes, dude. It's the young man's first professional game ever. His first game in two and a half years. I don't understand His that first play call either. Live action game since Utah State two and a half years ago, and you make him throw. 11 more times than what y'all ran. That that doesn't make That's sense it, to coach, me because you. you started that game and you were pounding the Chiefs up the middle. Everybody pounds the Chiefs. I mean, they're really soft against the run. Like, why would you not run the ball more? That's crazy to me because you – honestly, you look at stats, Jordan Love almost played as well as Pat Mahomes. Outside of his one pick, he outplayed Pat Mahomes. Had more yardage. Um – his rating was better. His QBR was a little bit worse. He took some sacks. But, Look, well, I mean, dude. he's a young guy learning. Look, I mean, you lost to the Kansas City Chiefs because you didn't run the ball. Andy Reid was limping. Andy Reid's limping after the game. You lost to them when they're limping as a team and their coach is limping physically. Like, I get it. You were playing basically with your entire second string. Minus Devontae and, and a little bit of Aaron Jones. But, dude, you still is, you still should have won the game. Yeah, this says more about Kansas City than me. Yeah, they suck. Because the Sorry. Packers went on the road with Jordan Love. Who what does that say about Washington that they beat? We suck worse. I get it. The NFL. I didn't want to point that out. You know, thank you for doing so. Um, And you only beat the Packers with Jordan Love by six. Yeah, I mean. Only put up 13. That's what I was telling tell you, you only guys put earlier. up 13 points. Like, that, 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 honestly – we should get at least plus six just because Aaron Rodgers was out. Because he's good at least six points. I, like, at the least. At least seven, seven like, and a half. Yeah. You're so, Aaron so the way I feel smooth. about it is, Chris, we really won this. Like Right. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you, y'all didn't or did I pick Kansas City? <laughs> you did. You picked, you picked the Chiefs. You know, honestly, I did say at some point Kansas City had to catch fire. Problem is, is they played back-to-back games against Daniel Jones and Jordan Love. Yeah, they called fire, And they right. won by a combined nine points. But you yeah, know what, though? catching fire. You know what, though? Sometimes that's all it takes. And their next game's against uh, the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Bengals. Yeah, that, that schedule gets a little Broncos. bit tougher. Yeah. Then, I'm glad he won these two while he could because you got to make hay because, you know, hey, Las Vegas ain't no joke. The Cowboys ain't no joke. The Broncos, who just smoked the Cowboys, ain't no joke. Here comes the Raiders again, and there comes the Chargers, ain't no joke. And there comes the Steelers, who somehow have miraculously found a way around everything. Who played uh, tomorrow night against the Bears? No, we'll get to that. Necromancers. Is that like necrophilia? No. No. Oh. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I mean, now can you just, elaborate? Because I feel like they, I'm they, walking. Uh, uh, it's like raising the dead and reanimating so them. Yeah. You're technically raising the dead. I mean, that's what they did with Roethlisberger. Oh. Well, that is fair. He uh he found his way around. He moves like a zombie too, boy. He what? moves like Herman Munster. He does. Well, yeah. right. He creaks and stuff. <laughs> he got two bolts hanging out of his neck. Roethlisberger and you know you know his charges are running after him. It's a disaster. So Honestly, if you're a fan of Kansas City, you should be extremely concerned and worried. Yes, my is son is good. concerned as much as eight year old can be. Now, the next game is the Cardinals and the 49ers, and we all picked this one right. We all picked the Cardinals. Even without Murray, even without Hopkins, yeah. they still did it. They, they still are won. a power team this year. They're 8-1, and anybody who says the Cardinals aren't the best team in football is just ignorant at this point. They're 8-1. They had a bad loss on Thursday night football to one of the best quarterbacks of all time. 
You can argue that Aaron Rodgers maybe you know had the greatest of all time. Okay, I'll listen to you. No, you no. cannot argue he's not one of the greatest. He's one of the top ten quarterbacks to ever step foot on the NFL field. Absolutely, top ten. I think that anybody who tries to say otherwise is just ignorant and just wants to argue with you. Aaron Rodgers is easily one of the best quarterbacks to ever played a game. Yep, somewhere right behind Kurt. Yep, but really good. You're in swing distance. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, but and here comes the corners over Colt McCoy. And James Conner. Now, James Conner had a big day, 96 yards on the ground, and he had another touchdown in the air. Well, but, I ain't seen Cole McCoy play like this in, since Texas. Yeah. He was 22 for 26 he had all for 249 the, All of those years in Washington to play like this. This is you what know, I'm talking about. There ain't no reason for Watson to come over there. I always thought Kurt, honestly, was a ace, or excuse me, Cole, honestly, was a, always a solid a, a solid backup. He, he just didn't play be, worth the crap in Washington, though. Because you you can't put that on Kirk because I'm sure a lot of guys could have watched him and die. I, that's what I'm saying. That's oh, why that, I that's miss fair. Watson okay, okay. talk. Like, okay, y'all sorry. don't even want yeah. you talking about him because it's it wouldn't work. Something would happen. Turf toe. Something. He'd, yeah. He'd get his – he'd get something else with si- – I don't know. It just wouldn't something work out. It wouldn't work out. So, with that wrapped, all right, so we all got that right. Going into the Sunday night game. Hey, can I talk about something real quick, briefly, before we start the game? No. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Chris Mastrews. <laughs> no, go ahead. So, if you're a 4 Niners fan, uh-huh. you know, right now you're 3-5 and five and you're 0-4 at home. Uh-huh. And Jimmy G, he, he wasn't the reason y'all lost today. But you're going to blame him. Over 300 yards and two touchdowns. But you're going to blame him. You're going to blame him. And you're going to say Trey Lance is the Messiah. That's the next question. That's exactly where I was headed with this. Yeah. Do you bring after the season is pretty much mathematically equated? You're out of it. I think that is when you bring in Trey Lance. Yeah. Well, but here's here's you can't hurt. You already out. You if, already out. If if they bring in Trey Lance, well, here, this is why I don't understand that. Because if you truly want to get rid of Garoppolo, then you can work Trey Lance out in practice. You can give him reps, give him more reps than what he would normally get as a backup. Maybe 50, 50, 60, 40, even though Jimmy's still the starter. And you shop Jimmy every Sunday for the next seven games, eight games, however many's left. You just shop him. Yeah, Show the world. He's traded offseason. Huh? I said he can't be traded. But you, the you shop him. And, oh, you, you and, 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 and then you start, then you start stat padding him. Hey, we're going to go all short passes. We're going to go screens, slants, right. and, and just his percentage boom. Up. And then sell him. Sell it. Oh, he's so great, so great, so great, so great. Somebody needs him, somebody needs him. And all the while in practice, you're giving the reps, more and more reps to your boy Trey. That's how I would do it. Yeah. But, you know, you're probably right. They'll probably just march Trey out there as the next Messiah, make excuses for when he loses games. I would say that I. They're going to make excuses for when he gets his tail whipped. Oh, he's young. Always this, always that, instead of just. Evaluating what I think how the 49ers are a bad team. And I didn't think I would say that coming into the year just because of Kyle Shanahan. Guys come back into their front four on defensive being back, or excuse me, the defensive line being back. But having Jimmy G come back, and he, he's not played great nine tests down, seven picks. He's not played terrible. I do think that having George Kittle, who was finally back today, had 101 yards on the touchdown through the air, that's a big deal for them. I do think going forward, though, that they will have to be, you know, have a decision made as far as. You know, do you just bring in Trey now? You know what I'm saying? No, or do you pull the Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes ride that went into the last game two of the year? To, you know what I'm saying? No, and then pull them in. My thing is with Arizona, 
you have a good enough team where you had Colt McCoy come out on the road and walk the dog on your division rivals. Yeah. That I've I, I preached this for three years now. And honestly, basically the whole time I watch football, the backup quarterback is one of the most like, you know, he underappreciated his positions in professional sports. Yeah. Because it's like having a spare tire. You don't miss it until you don't have it. Right. Somebody you can come in, run your offense, score points, protect the ball. You want to take that spare yeah. out your trunk, you know, obviously to put a system in or something, and you have a flat tire on the side of the road. Yeah. You know, that's what teams run into. Have a guy like Colt McCoy, who's really got the same kind of stature as Kyler, not the same player, of course. But, excuse me, he come in and did what backups need to do. He yeah. held the fort down. Same way as Cooper Rush last year, which I thought Cooper Rush, you know, honestly, you talk to Dallas fans, and they thought Cooper Rush was an absolute bum. He comes in one of the games in prime time. And suddenly, oh, he's, well, he's yeah. so good. Nah, that, that's how it Oh, goes. my God. That's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? teams are back in quarterbacks. But Colt McCoy, you know, Collar We has, them boys. Yeah. Cooper. <laughs> Collar has no fear of Colt McCoy taking the starting job. No. That's the kind of backup you need. Where there's no quarterback competition, but if this guy goes down, this guy's going to be straight to come in. You Just go 500 as a backup. And you must time, you should be okay. And Colt McCoy's a 500. I mean, he's a solid or backup. If you're I back up, Colt McCoy playing in the NFL, to be real with you. Or if you're a backup in Washington, you're better than the starters. Especially on defense this year. Yeah. With that said, <laughs> as of right now, before the Sunday night game, you've got nine picks right. Chris got seven. I've got eight. Overall totals, I'm at 35. You're at 42. Chris is at 41. Now... The Titans are leading the Rams by 18 at half. I'm the only one that had the Titans. But that doesn't mean anything to me because Minnesota keeps burning me week after week with this crap. So, we'll have to stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to start making our predictions for next week. Can I close the gap? I've kind of closed it, but I really need to close it. We'll see what's going to happen on the flip side. Oh boy, that's not good. Mouth is open and everything. Wrong. That was very, very wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, he won't kiss me. It was a hot take. He kissed me five minutes and got your payback. <laughs> Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back here to Throwing an Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. This is probably my favorite part of the show right here. And this is our prediction, you know, every week towards, or excuse me, every week on the show towards the end. You know, so you know, make our picks heading into the next week. But right now, I'm in the lead for this week. Uh, the right, Jason? I had that breakdown. And Chris was Ooh. in second. You're in third. It's usually, I'm a usually close me and Chris one right? or two. Huh? I'm a close second, oh, yeah. though, right? Jason, like, you a close third? Like for the week or for overall? Overall. Overall. Mm-hmm. One game. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was nice. tight. So we're gonna have to make a little bit of headway this week. And so we'll start off with our first pick. Hey, Chris, if, I get, if I get if I get the Sunday the night game right, if I get this Titans Rams game right, I'll be within five of y'all. And really, nice. that's not like crazy to make up. It's nah, really not. considering like last week I was like eight away. Yeah, yeah, it's really not. And this week was just weird. But anyway, yeah. so Monday night's game: Bears Steelers. Small note: the Steelers. Have 51 wins on Monday. It is the most since 1940. I like that. Um, yeah, I like those small Christopher Nuggets in the show. I prefer them. Thank you, NFL. Now I'm sitting here trying to think of stuff. I'm now, not. No, I mean, I'm trying like, to think of who's going to win now. Thanks. Uh, 
You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Well, right now, though, if you're a bet man and you do that kind of thing, the Pittsburgh, oh, whew, I tore that word up for you. Hey, Pittsburgh. Boy. Hey, Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh. The seventh. <laughs> The Pittsburgh. <laughs> Shut up. I said it one time. I'm trying to get it out. Hey, Pittsburgh is the seven-point underdog at home at the crib against the Bears with three and five, and Pittsburgh is four and three. I think after this week, they'll be five and three. They'll give me Pittsburgh at home if I'm betting, and that's your thing. That's your thing. You know what you do. I'll take the Bears in the points. I think Pittsburgh is going to win 21-24 at the crib. I'll take Steelers outright. So you both are going Pittsburgh. Hey, Chris, from now on, he picks first. <laughs> That's not how that works. Well, if he though. would just get in the lead, he'd have that opportunity. Ooh. <laughs> Oof. I can't bet on the Bears as long as McNaggy. That's the problem. Coach. So I, too, will roll with Pittsburgh. So I'll pick first this time to make it fair. We're going to do the snake. We'll yet. snake it. Who's next game on the docket? Ravens and Dolphins. Yeah. Ooh. Ravens are six and two. Dolphins two and seven. Don't Dolphins has time, a, look. Dolphins Don't have a good team. Dolphins have a good defense, but they have no offense. So Ravens. I also will take the Ravens. I'm going to need y'all to start making some bad picks so I can catch up. Yeah, the Baltimore is a touchdown. Uh, he favored on the road in Miami. I'll take the Ravens uh, uh, plus the points. That's going to be a a total. That's going to be a shellacking. <laughs> Here's going to be a tough one. You get to pick first on this one, Chris. I think Brandon gets picked first. No, on this no. One. We're doing snake. Well, it's, well okay. Yeah, fine. but that means, you know what I'm saying? Habitually, one of us would be stuck in the middle. Yeah. So I pick first, he pick first, and now you okay. can pick first. I can go with that. Bills and Jets. Oh, I'm taking the Bills. Oh, even after this week? That's BS. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's BS. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know if a tink. Well, all right. What do you. Uh, it I'm goes to me, right? Yeah. No, it go- oh, no, it went him, so it goes to you. Okay. <laughs> Bills are 13-point favorite on the road against the Jets. They're giving the Bills and the points. They're giving the Bills out right. They're going to have a bounce-back game. You know what I'm saying? What they call a get-right game when you schedule. This is going to be a nav. Mike White plays a whole different ball game. If Zach Wilson plays, it's going to be the Bills. Why game. was Mike White removed from the game this week? It's forearm. Was it broke? They don't know. I haven't heard anything officially yet. Chris, if you can find something. I'm looking it up now. I still say even if Mike White plays and he plays well, I still think Bills take that one. Yeah, I think Buffalo is embarrassed right now. Yeah, the well, Josh Allen will upset. And I think that Josh Allen is going to come out next week and just take all his anger and frustrations out doing the New York uh, yes. Jets. Well, the Jaguars beat them only able to score nine. The Jets have put up 30-plus points the past two weeks. That's a fair point. That's an interesting point. I ain't thought about that. And that's without Mike White. He's trying to sway you, Brandon. Don't buy in. I'm still taking the bills. <laughs> is Mike White going to be in the game? I'm still looking. So, it doesn't matter. He gets no caveats. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But he got hurt this week? Yes. Yeah, on Thursday night, he hurt his forearm at the game against the Colts. God, man, if Mike White was in it, I'd take a chance on him. But because I don't know, I'm going to have to go with the Bills. All right, back to you, uh, Brandon. Bucks versus Washington. Um, well, I think that you give Tampa Tom a week off, and I think Washington had the week off as well. Um, the Bucks are nine and a half point uh, favorites on the road here. Give me the Bucks, and give me the Bucks twenty-eight to ten. 
Chris? I'm taking the Bucks. <clears throat> and I think you are too, so if you just want to go ahead and put that out there. I'm going to play, I'm gonna take Washington. <laughs> I He's thought you were trying to back. fix this. He's officially six games back. <laughs> Cowboys and the Falcons. I'm going to go on this one. Um, that's, that's tougher than what you would think. It is. Dallas is a nine-point underdog at home. Prescott, is Prescott going to be able to play? He played today. Yeah, but yeah. personally, I think he will. Matt Ryan, he's on pace, honestly, to have another big year. Hey, 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Falcons is old as dirt. Falcons has got is, – is predicted to win? No. You I said, said – Yeah, I said the Cowboys are nine-point underdogs at home. Oh, okay, okay. I, mm. Yeah, at what point you know, have you got to call a timeout there to get a delay a game? I'm going to go with the Falcons. Dang, I was going to go Falcons. <laughs> but I don't want to go with what Jason went with. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to go Falcons, Brandon? If I'm making a bet on this game, <laughs> I'm taking the Falcons plus nine. I'll tell you that. I'm taking the Cowboys on the money line, but I'm taking the Falcons plus nine for sure. I'll take the, I'll take the Falcons out right the only thing, the only small caveat in this game is Dan Quinn, who was the former head coach of the Falcons, he's now the D.C. of the Dallas They Cowboys. got an all-new offense coordinator. Yeah, but he still knows, you know, hey, what, make, no, what makes Matt Ryan tick. You don't know what makes Kyle Pitts tick. Yeah, that's the only difference because the rest of the uh, offense is still there. Titans and the Saints. Chris, it's on you. The Titans. Titans. I, who? Titans. Yeah. He, 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 he got to their up. names. <laughs> Who are you going to be? Yeah, I combine their names and call them Taints. Um, what? Um, Taint going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Probably. Uh, no spread right now because obviously the Titans are in the middle of a game at this moment. But the Titans are the home team, probably going to seven to two. Saints are four and three. They're at a quarterback. The Titans don't have Derrick Henry. Give me, give me the Saints, man. I think Sean Payton is going to do it. Yeah, give me the Saints. Yeah, they give me New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I wow. said it. Okay. Hey. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans, considering I've already wasted two picks on Washington <laughs> and the Falcons. So, I'm going to try to play it safe here. Uh, my craziness is left. I hope we didn't waste one on the Falcons. See, I'm playing with house money, so it, sorry. The Falcon ones the is Falcons a toss-up. Tough. That's tough. I'm yeah. telling you, if I'm betting that it game, de- I'm it taking defi- the Falcons It depends points. on which fa- version of the Falcons yeah. show up <laughs> and which version of the Cowboys show up. Now, if both, version, if both of their good sides show up, it's still a 50-50. Yeah. But um, uh, Jags and the Colts. This one's on you, Chris. That doesn't seem fair. You sure it doesn't start with you? Oh, right, if, if you want to start with me, I'll do it. <sighs> I'm gonna hurt Brandon's feelings. Taking the Jaguars on this. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> me? Spicy. Let me go ahead and get mine out of the way. I'm going with the Jaguars <laughs> too, boy. After <laughs> this win, everybody knows he needs a lap dance. I'm going to pay for the man to get a lap dance. Two fifty, So we could go. Colts are 10.5 point underdogs at the crib. Uh, the 1 o'clock game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Jaguars 2-6. and six. Colts are 4-5. and five. I think I think Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is going to be a bit much for them. Our offensive line is finally back healthy. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have another big game. Probably 135 to 140 on the ground. Give me the Colts at the crib, man. Don't ever try to disrespect me like that again. Hey, watch this losing me. I have to come here on uh, next week. <laughs> I do agree that the running attack that the Colts bring to the table does offer 
a, you know, an extra dimension. It's nine games into the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor is almost where well, he's over 800 yards and eight touchdowns. But I will tell you this: if the Jags go in, this is why I'm picking them. If the Jags go into to Indianapolis, where were they playing at? Yeah, yeah they're playing, playing at Indy. If they go into Indy and they shut down Jonathan Taylor after shutting down the previous week, Josh Allen, that's yeah, dude, that all hot, the trash talk better that, be over with. That hot seat for Urban Meyer, you know, hey, all it's of a sudden got a fan underneath it. It's water gone. Coolers. The that's owner will gone. be lining up lap dancers for him. Yeah, shoot, hey, bring two to the crib. All right. Lions and the Steelers. This one's on me. Jesus, Lord. So the question is... Lions. I'm going with the Lions. You, okay, so you're saying Owen does not make it out this week. No. Lions have played two tight of games to keep losing, man. They deserve a win. They deserve a win. I don't, th- I don't think the Steelers look that bad either, though. I'm not saying they do. But I feel like the Lions have outplayed most of the people they've played against and should have won those games. Uh, I mean, Pittsburgh is a nine-point underdog at home. Lions are 0-8. Honestly, Pittsburgh's probably going to be 5-3 and three by the time this comes around next week, if I had to guess. If not, you know, hey, 4-4 four and four at 500. I do think that, you know, the Lions are probably the best 0-8 team in league history. <laughs> I think that it's they're true. the Texans and the Dolphins, as we stated earlier. Um, I just don't think this is the week Owen dies. I Yeah, hey, give me Pittsburgh at home at Heinz Field. You know, minus nine. Now, honestly, I'd probably take the Lions plus nine. But outright is how we do these I'd things. I take them plus nine all day. They ain't it's, even yeah. a thought process. Yeah. So, you know, hey, as we do these things, it's it's straight up. So, give me Pittsburgh. I want the Lions to win. I really do. Yeah, I want to have abs and be 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> right. So, I got to be realistic. So, I got to go with Steelers. <laughs> you know, this is going to be the week. Did I either catch up or it's over after this? I might as well not even be in the picking part. This may be the upset pick of the week. I mean, yeah. God, I hope. Could happen. I need, hey, come we on. need like an upset pick of the week like Sounder. Yeah. All right. And like, do we all need to have like one pick a week? You know, so, you know, have we go through the schedule and just like everybody. Well, I mean, I pretty much pick upsets every game. <laughs> well, that's true. It's fair. Underdogs! Jesse, like, my whole bracket upset pick of the week. <laughs> like, yeah. And then all he is is just upset. Browns and Pats. <laughs> Brandon, this boy. one goes to you. Uh, this one's going to be a good game. Browns and Pats. Good Browns luck. I don't know. I'm glad you're picking first on this one. Browns at Pats. I'm trying to find the spread. Oh, so New England is at home. Yes, they are. Minus two and Th- a half. That could mean they're going to lose because they're at home. Right I mean, where I was taking this. So, New England at some point has got to win a home game, right? Might not be this Wrong. week, though. It's not going to be this week. <laughs> Give me Cleveland Browns who finally got their nuisance out of the door in Odell Beckham. Sometimes you can have addition by subtraction and look at people getting divorced. Um, if you subtract a negative, yes. Yes. And I think that's what they've done. Dropping a 40-burger on the Bengals this week. I think the Patriots just don't have enough firepower to keep up with Cleveland. Now, if Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both back, Asking me a problem for that defense in New England. Mm. I do think Baker Mayfield is probably a little bit ahead of Mac Jones at this point. Give me the yeah, Patriots plus bit. two and a half. You yeah. know, hey, with the spread. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Give me the Browns outright. You know what I'm saying? The win uh, the on the road hey, in Foxborough. Yeah, Mac's doing all he can, but it ain't going to be enough. I'm, I'm, I'm with the Browns. I'm down with the Browns. So I think this is going to be a defensive battle. Oh, it's going to be ugly. 10 17. Um, hey, 14 17. Ain't nobody scoring 30. I'll tell you that. Pats are half a game behind the Bills. I don't see the Bills losing this week. So I don't think that the Pats can afford to lose this week. And as much as I like the Browns, 
And as much as I think they're going to win, I have to take some chances this week. I think the Pats don't need to spread, and I'm going with the Pats. I like a contrarian. This ought to be good. Right, who we got next up on the slate? There, Vikings Jay? Chargers. Oh, I don't want to. You can watch him die inside. Vikings. Yeah, I am going to die inside right here. Yo, you want to make some easy money this week? Hey, the Chargers are minus two and a half. You know the Vikings are going to blow this by a field goal with about a half a minute left. Hey, <laughs> and this starts the four o'clock game. Oh yeah, that's a. We've had a time shift. Yeah, yeah. So, I so, yeah. And so, whose pick is this right now? Uh, let's let's go, Chris. I'll take it. Chargers. Was I supposed to take more time? I'm sorry. No, yeah, no. Go, okay. Yeah, go ahead and piss me in with the C on that one player for the Chargers. All right, let's talk about it for a minute. What what type of teams have really hurt the Chargers this year? Teams that can run the football. Teams that can run the football. And y'all have Dalvin. Well, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. I mean, it, it, what does the Vikings do well? They run the ball well. They do play action off the ball. Um, my my fear is, what does the Chargers have that can hurt the Vikings? Well, everything. I'm about to say, Austin Eckler, <laughs> everything. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, just name a few. If Minnesota's defense was any better, any better, like just an ounce better, I would say, hands down, Vikings going to win this game. They can run the ball, control the clock, keep Herbert off the field, and score points. I just don't know with that defense. They don't have the pass rush. They have one pass rusher, but not two. But as much as I like the Chargers, and I do, I love Herbert. He's going to win his division. As I said he would. I was wrong about the Cardinals. I'm sorry, Little Murr. I'm sorry. Said the little Murr. Uh, <laughs> that is disrespectful. Call him Little Murr. <laughs> little Murr sure. plays big. Plays real big. I'll call him Big Murr if you want me to. But I'm going to go with the Vikings again. They can't keep felling me. I mean, contrary to popular belief. Never mind. Go ahead. They can. <laughs> they probably will. Here's what's going to happen. If I had to predict it right now. It's going to be a you. tight game into the fourth quarter. Vikings are going to have a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter, in which case Chargers are going to score ten points. Unanswered. Straight. Unanswered. Straight. Hey, 31-34. Win the game. There you go. That's why. It it's like a wrestling 37-34. 27-30. It's like living in a matrix with the Chargers. You wake up. God. It was like, you know, honest to God, you can wake up every Sunday. Uh, you know what I'm saying? With, uh, hey, feel real there was a quarterback of the Chargers. And you know River just going to have the ball under two minutes, charges down three. You can't tell me these teams are almost identical mirror images of one another, though. I think Herbert's a bit better than Cousins, but having two good stud receivers, having a really good back and a suspect defense, it's pretty similar. I think I think Herbert's going to end up being one of the best quarterbacks to ever played a game. Uh, but at this point in his career, I don't think he's better than Cousins. I think they're, they both play the, the game very, very – very, very close to one another. I think he's got a little bit better touch than what Cousins does. If Cousins ain't firing the ball, he he, he ain't got that touch pass that I, that, that uh, Herbert does. But moving on, Panthers and the Cardinals. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'm going to let you have it. I mean, is it even worth it? I don't think there's a discussion there. It's Cardinals. Watch yourself. No, it's Cardinals. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get the spurt in this one second play. Give me a brief bit. Hey. All right, so the Cardinals are a 10-point underdog at the crib. Give me the Cardinals. And, and I, like, honestly, like, I'd go so far as to say minus 10. 
This game is going to be a blowout of epic proportions. Yep. Uh, the, the Panthers got to travel across and play on the West Coast at 4 o'clock. Um, I, I have no faith in Carolina to pull this out. And if they do mad props to the home team, I just do not see it happening right now that we have uh, Arizona's rolling. I just don't, man. Here's my thought don't. process. If there's one – if there's – one of five defenses that could stop Murray, has the potential to stop Murray, is Carolinas. Great, great front four, great linebacking core, good secondary. Um, offensively, Christian McCaffrey's back. Offensively, Christian McCaffrey's back. For that reason, Cardinals going to win the game. Do I think the Panthers can beat them? <laughs> Do I think the Panthers can beat them? Do I think Christian McCaffrey and the defense can beat them? Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, you got to throw the ball with somebody they got. Yep. Sam Darnold. They haven't back. got a good – I don't think they can throw, and I don't think they got anybody that can really catch. So – That seems right. <sighs> much as I'd like to take a chance on underdog, I'm going to have to roll with the Cardinals on this one. Seahawks and Packers. Uh-oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, Back up. Oh, Eagles and Broncos. Sorry. Uh, Your pick, Brandon. Broncos minus two and a half at home. Um, it's one of those games, boy. I tell you what, don't get comfortable. Tough, man. Yeah, you know, hey, this is tough. I think both these quarterbacks are kind of mirror images of each other, minus the fact that Jalen Hurst is turning over a tad bit more than Teddy will. Um, Broncos two or two at home. All the Eagles wins have been away. Um, Broncos minus two and a half. Broncos minus two and a half. It's a late game at four o'clock. This one's tough, man. It is tough, man. You know what, man? Give me the Eagles. Chris? I don't want to, but I'm going to go Broncos. And Brandon and I had a conversation earlier. I'm not sure why. I just think the Broncos are dumb, and I don't like them. Oh, yeah. So that's the conversation I wanted to have, and I forgot about it. So (laughs) we hate teams for a reason. You hate Dallas because they're y'all's rivals. I hate the Patriots even now because of Tom and how he tortured me as a Colts fan though for 18 years. Yes, he did. Chris just also said, I hate the Broncos. I was like, why? They don't even do nothing. He was like, that's the problem. That is a verb. <laughs> they're orange that's the and blue, and they're a horse. And I don't like them. Actually, yeah, that's, what I got. <laughs> that's pretty much like, what I said. I, was like, like, I don't like their mascot. I don't like the name. I think the whole thing's dumb, and they don't stand out to me. So I was like, Chris, they I'm don't even be doing that. Chris was like, I know they're just, they <laughs> they're are, just they're there. Boring. I'm like, well, eh. That being said, I'm picking them to win this week. I'm they going are with a very the, historic uh, franchise. Uh, though. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos too. Uh, ah, crap. I just don't think <laughs> I don't with with the way they beat the Dallas Cowboys today. I, I, I don't see the Eagles. To, it, it would be different if they were soft on the run because the Eagles have a decent run game. It's really all they got, but they're not. So I just don't see the Eagles beating them. Seahawks and Packers. Um, the Packers are five and a half point underdogs, or yeah, underdogs at home. Uh, um, I, old boy's still gonna be on COVID protocol, right? I, I was about to get to that. Russell Wilson's coming back off a of bye week. Jordan Love is your starter. I'll take the Seahawks. So he will and still the, be on COVID protocol. Hey, I guarantee you, right now they'll have OBJ by this game. So I'm by the fourteenth, Aaron Rodgers will not be back. It's ten days. And they go try to make an example out of my boy anyway. Okay, well, based on that, I'd have to go Seahawks. I, too, will go Seattle. 
Last that game, team looks atrocious without him. Yeah. To, yeah, they really do. Um, last game, Chiefs and Raiders. Ooh, ooh, I know who I'm picking. Chiefs are five. I'll and go four. first. Raiders are five and three. Raiders. Um, you thinking they need to just pick one up, or you thinking Chiefs are gonna? No, Kansas City is the favorite somehow on bad. the road. You give me the Raiders plus the points, and I really do think um, hey, Las Vegas is going to outright win this game on Sunday night. Yeah, give me the Raiders. If Ruggs was still there, it wouldn't even be a question. Oh, yeah, but Deshaun Jackson is there, so he's going to kind of take Ruggs' place. But, but yeah, he, I mean, he will, but it, uh, he's not the 4-2 guy anymore, and he's still got to learn the system. I, too, am going to take the Raiders. I think the Chiefs have a lot of work. Brandon, you said Raiders? I did. That locks us up. That locks us up. Now, what's the score on the money uh, Sunday night game, Chris? Where you at? Thus far, there has been no score in the second half. It's 21-3 still. That is correct. How much time's left? There is eight minutes and 18. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Rams just got a field goal. Oh, congratulations. Uh, or something. So, they are 21-9. A touchdown. Eight minutes left in yeah, the... Yeah, it has to be a touchdown then. Um, in the third quarter. I got eight a quick story left. I want to tell you, Brandon. You're not going to believe this. I can't believe I did it myself. So, here locally, there's the possibility, it's been voted on by the school board, that there will be a merger of the two high schools of South Granville and Granville Central. And there's been a lot of heartache about it, some heartburn, right? Um, rightfully so. It go web. Um but one of the one of the possible positives coming out of the situation is that quite literally when you combine the athletes from Granville Central and South Granville, you are going to have the potential to be a powerhouse uh high school athletically. Um and one of those sports is gonna be basketball, the other one's gonna be football. They could and baseball. Those three sports they could just Destroy Crush other teams out, right? <clears throat> so, one of the school board members is really excited about it and said, you know, I can't, you know, the, the whole idea of rebranding the name and bringing the schools together under one name and one mascot and all that, it, it could be really big for the community. And I, I agree. Yeah, the, the Grumman County football team. No, but that's <laughs> not a bad name. But you will not believe what I pitched to this guy. Oh, my Lord. And then he told me about it. Yeah. So it, I... Let me go ahead and just warn you. It's the dumbest thing it's ever. Not, it's not dumb. It 100% dumb. Look, dumb. You, would, you would never picture it coming out of my mouth, but it did. I said... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I said... Uh, straight up. It guts glory, Ram. Um, I said... So I'm talking to the school board member. I said, hey, man, you know, I never thought I would say this, but would, would the name change we're talking about renaming the school i was like instead of doing like because the name you know uh, south central was thrown out or whatever i said we should just go granville county even though webb's still in granville county that's called webb high school this could be granville county high school and this person goes yeah that actually is a good idea i was like it's unifying you know and he's like yeah absolutely and then i go he goes and i go but you know the mascot in that case should be the cowboys the granville county cowboys I said our uniforms could be that pretty white uh, away with the dark blue sleeves. And then at home, we could be the dark blue with the sil- in those silver helmets with that star. I said, man, it would be gorgeous. And, and I heard myself what I was saying. And I was like, I, 
I don't know why I'm saying this. Brandon, I'm but like it's true. Because I think it's one of the worst decisions. It would be terrible. gorgeous. <laughs> I, I disagree. that it's bad that when your team is getting beat so bad, you have basically the resort to having their rivals <laughs> I'm telling in your you, local school. I'm telling you. It would be gorgeous uniforms. It would be. They do got a pimp decision to make as far as, you know. Yeah. Um, no. Um, and sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, you know, having the Vikings and the Panthers, those are two names that cannot be, you know, correlated. Right. Um, or combined. I do think that they have a big, huge decision to make as far as which route they want to take. I do think that Granville Central has the better uniforms as far as the color scheme. We do. I do think that South Granville's mascot is a little bit better. I like the Viking mascot. I don't. I don't know why. Um, trash. You're yeah, trash. Your opinion's trash. Okay, so see, I thought the Timberwolves weren't a bad idea. That's pretty dope. Okay. I think what they should do, just to keep it a buck with you as the kids say, they should have the kids vote on it. Well, that'd be cool. But, but follow me on this Timberwolf thing real quick. Let's say it's blue and white. Okay. All right. Unless, and, and I know it seems very Duke-esque, but just follow me here. I mean, I don't journey. mind the dark blue. Follow me here on this yeah. journey. Maybe it's blue and silver, right? My wedding colors, whatever. Blue and gray, yeah. You've but, been unhappy since. Well, so yeah, let's switch up. But <laughs> I mean, I'm all for the now. You know, Bunner's is burgundy, gold, and white. Yeah, all but right. you got Vikings, right? And then you have. Panther animal thing, right? No, it's a panther. Uh, but it's an animal is my point. Yeah. Okay? okay. So it's a Viking, but go ahead. For for different reasons. Take it away, you're going. That's you've you've lost me. Anyway, yes, I'm trying to see how you're gonna walk this together. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking you know, Vikings had wolves with them or you know, wild dogs. They did. Okay. I think Timberwolves would be a really cool merger of the two, where you could still play the history of both. And you know what he, but you know what he said? Listen to me. Okay. He goes, and I was like, "What do you want me to have them to have like the blue and green uniforms?" And he's like, "Like Seattle." And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, that's the NBA, brother. That's was, the NBA." The statement I was going to make was playing the Timberwolves as a basketball team sounds kind of dope. Playing them as a football team sounds a little bit weird. I think. It's going to be tough to define a name that everybody agrees on. Granville County Red Wolves. That's also stupid. Small side note, looks like they retracted the additional three points. They have six points, currently not nine. Oh, no, huh. somebody just probably made a boo on the scoreboard. So, I, it is going to be tough. But I, if it's going to happen, I hope it's a cool name. It's going to have to be, man, because they got to do something because people are upset. Yes. People are rioting and... Protesting in the streets. Petitioning. The petitioning. Petition. Man, I ain't seen the petition in a while. They even work. They send I guess. them via email now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. They send them via email now. Uh, All see, right. See, that's not any pimp. Like, you should be able to go door to door to get a petition. The British are coming. <laughs> oh, Just by the way, the board's coming. <laughs> I got to tell y'all, it's Thanksgiving month. Y'all can celebrate Christmas. Yes. No, sir. This Thanksgiving yeah. month. So, every one of our food segments are going to be sponsored by what? The Pilgrims. Every food segment this month is going to be Thanksgiving. You're welcome. All right, man. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Night here on Next Door Radio at nextdoorradio.com. When we come back, well, you know what time it is. It's Thanksgiving. It's food time.
Hey guys, and welcome back here to Thurn and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. And mostly importantly, hey, welcome to Thanksgiving, man. Like some folks celebrate Halloween for a month, some do Christmas, and some weirdos even do their own birthdays. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm doing Thanksgiving. So how we're going to do this is, is I'm going to let y'all two decide, and we can take a vote, you know, uh, the Survivor style. It's how we're going to do this. You want to do like, you know what I'm saying, um, hey, like our favorite size. Get like our top three favorite sides or hey, almost overrated and underrated sides. Y'all want to go list Ooh. or overrated, underrated? Mm. There's two ways to do this. Mm. Actually, the, let's do meat first. Start okay. with the main course. So let's go. All right. So let's go meat and then are we going to do list or overrated, underrated? Y'all figure that out. <sighs> I would say overrated, underrated. Okay. So because I, I have a couple items. I I'm like good with to. that. You can list as many as you want. I know. There ain't no shame here. So I'm going to start it. And then we'll go to uh, uh, Jason and Chris. Then we'll start back at Chris. Go to Jason and me. Before we start. Oh, boy. Um, Hang on it. What? I was surging to the top over there in fantasy football. I'm going to be 7-2 in our league. I forgot to remove Aaron Rodgers. Hey, hit the party wall in that sound. You're an embarrassment to yourself and your family. <laughs> That's a shame, Jason. <sighs> You're weak. You're out of control. And you become an embarrassment to yourself and everybody else. I love the Sopranos. But no. I view this as a solidarity statement between me and him now. But moving yeah. on. <laughs> he made his stand with Aaron. <laughs> um, I ain't heard Kawhi in my, uh, during a minute, man. I miss old... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, old Kawhi Leonard, but my most overrated. I like meat. how you did that. Like, what? You're you got your microphone all relaxed. Yeah, now. I'm chilling. I'm over here. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to turn the TV off because I see y'all can't stop looking at yourselves. Hey, no. <laughs> it's just I'm so big. I'm like, good God, I need to lose some poundage. And this Thanksgiving, so all hopes out the window for this. <laughs> the most overrated meat at Thanksgiving is turkey. Wrong. I can't stand it. I can't. Stand I can it. see that. What? I disagree, but I can see why. Why? What is the argument? Because it doesn't have a lot of flavor on its own. It can be dry. You have to be careful with it. Um, nope. You it, just describe most meats. I disagree. Disagree. I disagree as well. Turkey is very overrated. I don't I don't know that it's overrated, but I will say it, it doesn't have to be there. Thank you. That's probably about it. On Thanksgiving, you. what would you prefer in its place? Wait a minute. That's my that's my underrated food. Right. What's your first overrated food, Jason? Or your overrated meat on Thanksgiving? Overrated? Overrated food or meat? You're meat. overrated. Meat? Meat. M-E-A-T. Meat. Shamit. I'll tell you what I think is overrated on Thanksgiving. What? It's those little pigs and blanket things that they pass out. Don't you go there. That, you to mean me is that's overrated. an attack on me personally. Look, Chris <laughs> make me the mugs every Sunday about 2.30. Chris just look at me. You want something? Yes, I do. Hold on. Hold on. On a Sunday game, that's different. But on Thanksgiving meal, I just, I don't, I think they're overrated for what they are. Mm. It can be wrong. Chris, which overrated one? Well, you're probably going to say I'm wrong, too, because I think Jason loves what I'm about to throw out. What? There's two things I think are overrated. The first one we can probably all agree on would be that cranberry sauce or whatever crap. Yeah, is. but this we're talking about meat, so you can't cheat right. like that now. Okay. I, I just want to throw that out there so I can get some agreement. Because I'm with you on what I'm about to throw you on meat is the following. Honey ham. 
Oh, you're crazy. I'm going to fight this man. <laughs> I have never wanted to physically put a hands a on you, Chris. Hold on. I want to make sure I understood what the heck he's saying. He's saying he could agree with you on turkey. Yes. He would v- feverishly disagree with me about a daggone hot dog <laughs> wrapped up in bread, but he could throw out honey ham? I can. Listen to me. I can. Honey ham Makes no Chris, sense. Chris, am I looking right in the camera? You are. Honey ham is the best part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I agree with you that. I agree I with that. I said what I said. I agree with that. I can eat that crap yes. for breakfast. That, yes. You know my favorite part of Thanksgiving is when you put the honey ham in a bowl and all that pineapple juices and stuff yes. at the bottom. Ugh. And you can peel it out yes. and freeze about two weeks so or disgusting. a week or so with some eggs, it's some delicious. semis. You can refry it, rebake it, broil it, boil it, ham bake it, saute it. Breakfast, sweet. lunch, That's and dinner. Trash. Dude, listen to me. Ham should not be sweet. I oh. will buy a ham. I love ham. Okay, ham is my favorite Thanksgiving meal. Thanksgiving food. Okay. Okay. You like the salted ham. Oh, I will, hold on. What I do you want mean a, it should I be sweet? I want a cold, pre-sliced spiral ham, and I'm going to eat it cold, and it's going to be delicious. So you don't okay. want the honey on it at all? No. You just want the ham No, I do out. not want this, that sugar is, crap this, on there. This it don't make no that, sense to me. Uh, it's crunchy. On. It's crusty. It's gritty. It's sweet. It don't make no sense. I agree. It don't make no sense. You're right. It's nasty. Wait a minute. He, this is the same guy that loves the sweet sauces on his pull, barbecue pulled pork. That's not true. You I love the vinegar-based sauces. You like it when the uh, jelly and the, all the stuff that we put in there when I'm making it. You're like, that's good. It's sweet. It's good. All right. So, hey, question real quick on your ham because that's my most underappreciated and underrated meat. Of it is underappreciated. It's so Disagree. It's so much stuff you can do with it. Yes. You can have the pineapple ham. Yes. You can have the honey ham. Yes. You can have the 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 salty ham. Amen. I well, that's ham. I got no problem with ham. I got a problem with honey baked honey baked ham. Yes. Or specifically honey glazed ham. Glazed okay. ham is trash to me. I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying I could see his beef as long as he eats ham. The rest it's of not the beef. Time. It's ham. It's Shut fun. up, Chris. <laughs> it's just not beef and ham. Sorry. Yeah. Ding yourself, Chris. All right, Jason. What's your most underrated food? Underrated food? Meat. I already, already did said underrated meat. It was those daggone pigs in a blanket no, thing. No, that was overrated. What's your most underrated? Oh, you're oh right. underrated. You're right. You're right. Yeah. My bad. But words matter. Yeah, I can't read. Uh, underrated. <laughs> I think the most underrated meat at Thanksgiving specifically is chicken. Hmm. Nobody appreciates it at, at, at Thanksgiving. That's because you get it all throughout the year. I'm just saying, though, it's unappreciated. Chicken's still good on Thanksgiving. That's fair. That's fair. I would like nothing more than to have an array of ham, turkey, chicken. Do me a favor. Throw some steak on there. Uh, whatever you know. Give so, me so, a buffet, a, a Thanksgiving uh, extravaganza of nothing but meat. Keep the stuffing. Keep the cranberry sauce. Bring me, as Arby's would say, the meats. Hmm. I can get behind that. I'll be real with you. I'm gonna keep it a butt with you. I'll get behind that. Just saying. Outside of mashed potatoes and corn on the cob, you could keep the rest of it. No, boy, send me some mac and cheese and some of them Hawaiian rolls. Oh, oh you're right. But mac and, well, mac, that's not the, the Hawaiian rolls is different. That's not a vegetable. Oh, you had like I mean veggies, boy. Look at me. <laughs> I'm just saying. He got hey, me a four K made with wheat. Big. If you're telling me wheat is not a vegetable, it do grow at the ground. I'll but it's not boy. a vegetable though. Yeah. It's wheat. It's, bar, it's, it's like, a grain, but yeah, it's uh, a vegetable in my book. It's green that grow out the ground. Vegetable. What's your most yeah, but watermelons grow out the ground. They're not a vegetable. That's not fair, but they are also delicious. So is my underrated meat. Underrated. I think it's actually ham. Just ham overall because people are so focused on turkey. 
Me. I'm, I'm over it. So, so <laughs> I hate honey bacon. I hate specific ham. But Listen, regular ham never this is gets a Broncos argument, okay? Yeah. I hate the honey glazed ham. It's trash. And that's the reason that my regular ham is underrated. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm saying I'll see his point. Although, I guess the difference is the meat's the same. It's just seasoned different. It's just seasoned different. <sighs> it's like fried chicken and baked chicken. I don't like baked chicken. I'll tell some fried chicken up. That's truth. I eat all the you chicken. You hear me? Fried, baked, grilled, so shredded. Week, so on that boiled. note, I could get behind. Chicken is probably underrated for things. It is because you can do a, every. You can't do half the things with turkey that you do with chicken. Oh, oh and chicken tastes better by far. And you can't oh, do yeah, half yeah. the things with ham that you could do with chicken. But I'm gonna tell you what: if you've ever had like day old leftover. Uh, turkey slices. You just put them on a sandwich with mustard. They're good. Oh my god. They're good. Yeah, they are. You can make some great turkey sandwiches. Yes. I just can't get. I, I just can't get down with turkey. I mean, like I'll eat it because it's there. You know me. I'm not one to skip a mood or excuse me a meal or nothing. But I'm not a huge fan. Like give me the ham. Like I, I skip mean, the turkey plain over to go right to the ham. I mean, I get it. I look. I get why some people because it's like you said. It it depends on what's arrayed around. Yeah, it. that's fair. Yeah, you know, but. I don't know. Big old bird, man. It's always... Yard pimps. Actually, yard pimps are chickens. But next week, though, we're going to do our sides. That's Ooh. the one. We're going to have to do the top at least three to five because I got about seven of them jokers I'm going to have to weed through. So yeah. next Especially week, on the play. overrated and side. And then on our Thanksgiving yeah. show, we should have a Thanksgiving plate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to make... Yeah, we got to make... You know what we need to do for Thanksgiving show? What's that? We need to cook. We'll do a cooking show for Thanksgiving show. I ain't trying to burn nobody's house. Hey, I'll bring the ham, <laughs> Yeah, you I got some Hunger right Man microwave Don't products. Don't you glaze it. <laughs> Never mind, I can't do it with radio. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate y'all. Hey, thank you for joining Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Like I said, all month is Thanksgiving. Next week is week 10. Finally in the double digits, man. I appreciate you guys for hey, coming and hanging out with us. Jason, you got anything to say, man, before we part to man, next I, week? I'm going to miss football season when it's over. It's halfway there, baby. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Happy Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Veterans Day, man. No, you know what I'm saying? No big props to Absolutely. Big Joseph. Absolutely. Jason's a veteran. You. He know what it's about. Though. You know, he props to you though, from everybody here at 3rd and 8. And, uh, yeah, keep paying your taxes, jokers. No. Don't pay taxes. It's a ripoff. <laughs> Peace.